Stand by for action. Hey. Welcome back to the welcome back to the Punk <laughs> podcast, Neil. What approximate number are we on? Like two sixty? Two sixty is about exactly correct. Yes, depending. I don't on want which to give it we... a specific number because then it'll be wrong. Right. Like you you numbered one a while back and it was wrong. Yes, I did because we like to put them out. If there's an interview and they've got something to plug coming up, yes. we like to put that one out first. Right. That makes sense. Right. Yes. It we does. try to stay. T- we try to stay timely. Yes. Punk Day seventy seven at Gmail. Yes. Punk Day Facebook group. We got very few emails at the moment, so keep the emails coming, even if it's hate mail, because people seem to we love the so hate mail. We get so many emails, but it's just all garbage. It's all spam, yeah. It Pe- is. People pushing their Florida-based uh, ska, ska band, band or whatever the fuck yes. it is. Yeah. Yes. And and, and it, if, if it's something that doesn't... If we listen to it and it's just nothing like anything we play, that makes me think you, you don't know us at all, so it's just, you know... I'm actually, I'm actually impressed that you actually listen to it. I, I just fucking put them in the spam junk. You know? uh, usually, I, I just read the, des- I read the description first. That's my first filter. I mean, if it's from a band themselves and not from some, you know, uh, label or something, I might listen to it. Yeah. But uh, normally, it's emails from the same four or five places, right? So we can just there's certain like like just you read the band description, you're just like I don't care how band this, how good this band is. I'm not listening to it based on their sucky description for themselves. Oh, the sucky name, yes. So indeed. do better, do better bands. Do <laughs> do better. indeed, indeed. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's Tom Trauma. Uh, yes, you know, I've been told that we should introduce ourselves a bit for people that haven't listened to us since episode one. So, yes. Tom Trauma, where did that name come from, and where you know how would people uh, was, how would people know play, you? When I was playing in bands, I was like seventeen. I just thought it was the coolest name. I just made it up, and then I didn't use it for years. But then when I started writing for Punk News, I just was I just like wanted to have a punk name, so I brought it back. I revived it after like twenty years. So now I don't know. It's it's a it's like a lifestyle brand. And there you go. And Tom used to be on the Punk News podcast until he, yes. uh, until he Which I, I apparently I buried a little too soon because they've just dumped up like five or six new episodes. I think I think they might have done that on purpose just because you said they were done. I it think you be, might have done that be. in spite. Well, continue. <laughs> please continue the good work of Jerry only and just dragging the name <laughs> through the mud. Oh, jeez. Anyway. I mean, I, I was being nice. I was relatively diplomatic. You were. No, I, you were. You were nice. Time, but I mean, it's just like, well. Yeah. Keep it going. It's it's great. I'm sure it's great. Anyway, um, and I'm Liverpool and Neil. Of course, even, you're Liverpool Neil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And even though I'm not, Neil's in your college, right? I'm or actually. Dorm, yeah, I'm actually from the suburbs of Liverpool. But when I first came to the states, there was such a small punk scene. There was only like five of us, and there was another Neil in the scene already. So I became either uh, English Neil or Liverpool Neil. So that's where that name came mm. came from. English so, Neil sounds more like a con man. <laughs> Maybe I should go with that. Got to wear a pork pie hat. There you go. It's <laughs> English Neil with the pervy mustache. Maybe I. Maybe hat. that's exactly what I have right now. Maybe I've got a pervy mustache Maybe. on and a fucking pork pie hat. Speaking speaking of pervy mustaches and pork pie hats, Neil. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, sir. We have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> we do. You know, it's funny. We we we've had a Mark on before. He was on episode number two hundred. Where's your Mark? Uh, if you say so. 
You were on one of them with us, like, briefly. Like, I think it was 200 when we had a bunch of different people on. Yeah, friends friends of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, friends, yeah. So, yeah, friends. so Mark, Mark plays drums for the DUIs. Hi-oh! From Wisconsin. He's in Milwaukee, where he lives. Yes. Everybody knows him. He's, he's, he's like a Milwaukee luminary. I walk around with a guy, I feel like uh, I'm hanging out with Jordan Ramon or something. So he's on the server all the time. I'm a man and, uh, of Yeah, exactly. Time. Well, he's, and he just does all kinds of stuff. He works hard. He plays drums. and he. Uh, but, yeah, so... Often in his Mark, underpants, apparently, and not much else. Yes, yes, in his underpants. Uh, and so Mark and I have just become pretty good friends over the years. And we've actually, the last two summers, Scott and I have gone to Wisconsin. And last year we went and saw the Circle Jerks and the Descendants. And the year before that, what did we do? Well, we went to Summerfest. We went up to uh, Green Bay to watch Boris Sprinkler. And your band. So. Pansy Division. Yes, the Pansy Division, that's right. Yes. So we've had some very hetero experiences together, woo, such as watching woo. Pansy Division. Um, but it, well, it's, it's funny because Scott and I are like, oh, I hope we can find a reason to go to Wisconsin next year. Like, if we, if we do it three years in a row, then it's like an annual tradition, right? Then our wives oh, can't yeah. the you got to keep the ball rolling, you know. Exactly. And, I mean, usually we, like, stop by and have lunch with Neil and say, dude, you should come with us. And he's like, oh, yeah, I definitely need to do that one of these years, but you guys have fun <laughs> without me. <laughs> Hey, he's going to make it to Milwaukee, the big trek to Milwaukee. The big hour and 45 minute right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the next yeah. time Morrissey actually plays a show and actually shows up, I'll be there. He, there he's, afra- he's afraid there's a bridge between uh, <laughs> Illinois and Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, we'll stay away from the Hone Bridge, Neil. Don't worry. There you go. I've scary. Been, I'm, I'm better on bridges these days, Tom, but I'm not doing that fucking Mackinac Bridge enough for all the money in the world. Oh, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Fuck me. But, uh, so anyway, so Mark and I hung out this weekend um, because Neil, you know, I was within 45 minutes of him, but, you know, he couldn't be bothered to come down to uh, hang out with us at the show. So Mark <laughs> actually came down from Milwaukee from two hours away. I came kind of around from Michigan. And, uh, yeah, we uh, he, he, like myself, was a big Antiheroes fan when he was a younger man, and neither of us had ever got a chance to see him. So yes, we jumped at the chance to see eight oi bands on a Saturday night. So, mm-hmm. this, so what was this called? This was called like was this live and loud or something? That's it, like it, live and loud were like promoter, uh, right? involved with it. I think like the whole. Aren't they just a promoter? Yeah. So yeah, they do like they used to do shows at the Cobra Lounge and stuff. Neil, I remember. Right. I remember uh, live and loud. Yeah, live and loud like, used I even to think be at the Cobra. They did like a Midwest live and loud weekend where they do like. Two or three days. Yeah, it would, it, would, it, would switch, it would switch cities every year, kind of. So they did one in Milwaukee one year, uh, Chicago, oh, okay. Minneapolis. Yeah, I know they yeah. do Minneapolis. Yep. I so think it, they only do them in Chicago now. I think I read that they only are going to do them in Chicago. But, yeah, it's it's like a – you know, the thing with these oi bands, right, they don't play very often. It's not like they're, you know, out kicking it at the bar every weekend. So when the, there tends the events tend to be bigger, like to be a ton of bands on one bill. So. That's because they're that's because they're working class and proud. God damn it! They didn't have well, time for this kind of nonsense. Didn't have the they're working, to make it. The, <laughs> yeah. the thing is, they're working class and they're proud, but you, you don't really want to shoot pool and drink beer while they're playing at just Joe's Lounge or whatever. You know, it's just not. It's it's you know. It's music that you use to actively punch people in the face. It's not chilling out music. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, it's not Don't Stop Believing by Journey. No, stop. Even though that might steal. I think it's Don't Stop Bleeding. Don't Stop yes, Bleeding. That's, that's, yes, very yeah. good. I love it. Yes, that's very yeah, good, Mark. Well done. Hey, hey, yeah. You're more than just a drummer, the... aren't you? Yeah, well, I try. <laughs> so, we, Mark and I actually, we started off pretty interesting on that Saturday because I went to a like a funeral for an old family friend who was very old. It wasn't, oh. wasn't like a sad. It wasn't a sad funeral. And hold on, Tom. So, so you, you're missing something there. 
Yeah. There was, there was a funeral for something else. Didn't you hit a deer on your way to the funeral? Oh, uh, no, that was Friday morning on my way to work. Oh, shit. It, it happens, man. It's It sucks. I, I uh, My son and I have been doing, like, amateur body work. I actually ordered a new quarter panel. We're going to try to put it on. So we'll see what happens. And I got a headlight assembly. So, so we're about to... I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying mean, to be a man, dude. I'm trying to be, like, a real man. I want to be, like, a south side man who can actually do stuff and work with his hands. So. Now you're a man. Yeah, so, but so in Coopersville, I mean, I know Coopersville a little bit. So where yeah. where did this stray deer leap out from? Dude, I was right in front of the high school. I was in the city. What the fuck? There's no. Why would a deer be over there? I don't know. He yeah, asked him. He didn't too. know. Like the deer was like, I don't know what the fuck I am. Dude, I hit this deer. I'm going to work. I'm going like thirty, right? I hit this deer. It just comes blindsides me from the left. It's pitch black, of course, when I'm going to work. It hits me. I'm like, fuck. So I I just keep going. I pull in. There's like a gas station just like one block up. I pull in. I can feel like the fender dragging on my tire and stuff. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, well, my wife doesn't work today. My son is not working right now. My daughter had the day off school. I'm like, I have three cars in my house. I'm going to take this back and get a different car. So I'm driving back, and I'm driving back this, past the driveway of the elementary school, and th- it's laying there. Oh. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. It's just laying in the driveway. Oh. I'm like. I can't leave it there, right? So I pull in, shine my lights out. It, like, tries to pick up its head and oh, kind of, like, fuck. look up at me. I'm like, oh, man. And it's a buck, a little buck, six point. Like, somebody would love to have this thing on their wall. This is the saddest their, story or, ever. Or Sorry some, I brought it up. delicious, delicious <laughs> venison tacos or... Uh, uh, Mark, you grew up northern northern Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. You ate, you ate lots I'm of stuff, maybe. Watch, I'm actually watching the Milwaukee Bucks game right now in, in that deer's honor. There you go. Well, but it's funny. Like you eat. You I mean we eat deer? We eat deer and everything, right? Like growing That's up, I eat deer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tacos and uh, you know I've, even I've like never, some. I'm not yeah, really a big been, fan. I've of the never been a hunter but... myself, but I've I've definitely enjoyed uh, plenty of venison in my life. Yeah, I've never had so venison. I, hmm. It's good. It's good. It's a little real lean. Um. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm sitting there, and somebody pulls in behind me. And who is it, Neil? It's my actually my auto mechanic, who literally is fixing my wife's car that next day. And he's like, hey, I have your wife's tailpipe. You want to use it to beat the thing to death? Oh, to finish it off? fuck? <laughs> I'm like, no, man. That part was really expensive. Oh. It's all chrome. You can't even see it. But And uh, so we so it, we thought it was going to die. So we just kind of drew it off into the grass. At least so, like, the kids on the bus wouldn't have to like see the bus roll over this dead deer. Jesus. And, you know, it might seem, it seem like I'm being cruel, but I'm not. It's just, it's just the way of life out here, man. You just... Sometimes they run out in front of you, and, and and people can feel sorry for the deer if they want, but the fact of the matter is, those deer are terrorists. They're kamikazes. <laughs> they're, they're, they're fucking Hamas. The Hamas they're deer. suicidal, and let me tell you something, this should have picked a bigger truck to commit suicide in front of them, my freaking Honda Accord. Oh, but but, so was was the blood all over your car? Uh, you di- I didn't really bleed. I mean, I had some fur, like, pinched between my hood and the mm-hmm. fender. Oh. So was it possible that it might have, like, just being concussed and it got up and ran off. It, it is possible, yes. Okay, yeah. good. Let's let's leave it at that then. That makes, make what, it a happy though, ending. If, I'll tell you what, Neil. If that deer was just concussed and left, if I ever see that son of a bitch again, I'll finish him off. <laughs> Tyre <Ty> Iron <laughs> Tom. <laughs> That's a Mark, have you ever have you ever hit a deer? Uh, I have never hit hit a deer myself. I was once driving back from Concert Cafe in Green Bay in high school and was not paying attention and aired over. A dead deer that was just laying oh, yes. in the middle of the road in my '89 uh, Volkswagen Jetta, and nice. I luckily for me, I worked at a car wash at the time, 
and could get that all the the you know the the, the blood and guts fur, and hair. fur and blood and everything that was on my undercarriage like off because I just threw it through the car wash in the morning. So. On your underwear, yeah, Neil, you never you where you lived before like Urbana, like you had to ride on the country roads and stuff. You never almost hit a deer or hit a deer. No, actually, on the way to work, I see deer all the time. On the way oh, up, up through Northbrook and stuff, yeah. Stupid there's, Illinois there's, Nazi deers. There's deer, there's deer off to the side of the road and stuff. And if you drive through the Skokie Lagoons, there's a ton of deer over there. But Skokie um, Lagoons, boy, that sounds that sounds attractive. I'll take you to the. I'll take you to the Skokie Lagoons. Yeah, I'll take you there. That's sometime. where they have taste of Skokie, Mark, where like Loverboy plays. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> hey, I saw the psychedelic furs there one year. Don't make fun of uh, Taste of Skokie. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. Welcome to the Punk to Let Die podcast, everybody. We better uh, we better play we better play a song to get the taste of this uh, dead deer out of our mouths. Mark, you picked kind of a strange song based on I'm the strange fact. Strange man, Tom. Yes, you are. Well, <laughs> you picked a song that is going to be well. Maybe or should we stick that in the middle to break things up a little bit? No, I'll play it now. That makes sense. Get it out the way. All right, Mark. Explain this song. Why are you playing this song? Which song are we playing? Till we're going to play the Tilt Wheel song. Oh, we're going to go Tilt Wheel first. Okay. So, because... Uh, and then we're going to bludgeon them with oi after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll start off slow and, and go to the oi. Uh, so, I picked this song because, uh, I, you know, I'm an avid uh, Punk Tide Eye listener. And uh, many episodes now, you've been talking about the uh, the famous Davey uh, Tilt Wheel, Davey Quinn, uh, who, uh, you know, talked about... Uh, uh, last episode uh, where Neil was in uh, San Diego, he went to a record store and there was a there's a big guy with a beard and uh, he, he was in uh, played in the band City Mouse, which was actually talked about on another episode. Yes, he was playing uh, guitar and uh, high on mushrooms, and mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty standard these days. Uh, Dave it was like a scary store, right? Like you, yeah. you, just want, you, you didn't buy anything, right? You know, it was it was out. like it was like all the junk in your house just thrown into a front room, and they opened the door and tried to sell it. That's basically mm-hmm. what it was with the comic like, book the guy red, behind the, the counter, brontosaurus or something. Yeah, like something like that, red dinosaur or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red brontosaurus. Mm-hmm. Thing. I've been there before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I played. You know. Played in City Mouse one of the last tours. He used to be a pretty big partier, but he just does like you know strictly just drugs now. I believe uh, <laughs> he's not really party anymore. He's just constantly no, no, it's just just the drugs, and uh, which is <laughs> fine. You know, he's he's stopped settled down on the drinking, but he has a very great band called Tilt Wheel, and uh, they've been around for a while. Um, despite being in you know based out of like San Diego and like I think they were in uh, Florida for a little bit uh, around Gainesville. Um, they have a pretty good Midwest connection. Have done some tours with like Dillinger Four, and uh, I know they've played Milwaukee and like a lot of other Chicago and stuff before. Um, so uh, we're gonna kick it off tonight with a Tilt Wheel song uh, called "Make Like a Tree and Fuck Off." <laughs> we 
right, that was the first of uh, Mark's picks tonight. That was Tilt Wheel, apropos of nothing, with Make Like a Tree and Fuck Off. So, <laughs> Well, it's it's funny because, well, he let off talking about how Davey doesn't party anymore. Let me tell you something. That doesn't mean that Mark and I don't. Uh, indeed, Facts. we Facts. will be getting into your um, sad uh, alcohol consumption stories. Oh, uh, come as we go on. on. It wasn't You're sad. I didn't commit any felonies or get arrested. Dude, I've seen, the, I've seen the photograph. I was, I was meditating on the music. I wasn't... Oh, no, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one you... Oh, where I passed out? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in my bed. I mean, where else was I going to pass out? Well, you were on the bed. I wouldn't say you were in the bed. Oh, I ate myself at the bed and passed out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. Nice you made know. it. You made it, man. At least you were on somebody's bed. Who knows whose so, bed that was, but, you know. So I had, uh, let's see. So I had a few funeral for a family friend in the morning about 11 o'clock. So it was on Saturday. So I wasn't coming into town until Saturday. So I went over there and I had a funeral and then I ate a couple, just like a couple ham sandwiches and a piece of cake. And then I actually went and visited my grandmother for a minute. And then I shot up to Chicago and I was there about 3.30 in the afternoon local time. And this was at Reggie's, ham, right? This was all at Reggie's. Ham sandwich, not to be confused with ham tramic. With very yes. good. Well, well played. Well played, Mark. I mean, what do they eat at funerals by you guys? It's just ham sandwiches, right? Just yeah, bad ham easy. Sandwiches. It's easy. But dead, dead deer. Mark also had, well, I'll say you, you thought your wife was going to be working all weekend, and she wasn't, so you had to make some real quick quality time with your wife, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We went to the uh, World Odyssey uh, Oddities exhibit in Milwaukee. Um, there's just more odd people than oddity, uh, a lot of dead stuff, right? Which is fine. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot of like, uh, skull, like, uh, animal skulls and, uh, weird. There was like a fur koozie and, uh, I don't know, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of weird, weird stuff. Like See, if I had had those horns from that deer, I could have like made some kind of a replica. Made something like, weird out of it. Yeah. yeah. You could have made a like fur koozie. Rev, like the Revnor motorcycle helmet thing. Yeah. yeah. Could've done, like, what could have been? What could have been? Exactly. Well, like I said, next time I see him. But yeah, we went there, had fun, and then uh, had some lunch, and I made my way down to Chicago. Now, how was how was so, dri- how, how was driving through the city? Was it as much fun as it always is? Oh yeah, no, definitely. I uh, obviously uh, did my best and succeeded in uh, missing uh, all the tolls, and uh, I don't know. I think I made made it down there in about hour forty five, something like that. So mm-hmm. not not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, he has to drive through the city. That's the beauty of me staying in the south side is I really yep. don't have to go through the heart of the city. It Unless really I go is. up and have lunch with you. Yeah, it really is. It probably takes you almost the same amount of time as it takes me to get down there. Yeah, it took me. It takes me about three hours. I can do it yeah. in three hours. So. Okay. It's yeah. not bad. It's not but, bad I to, but I have to stop and pee once at least. Oh, man. Because, you know, pee once. So do bladder, you guys, bladder, so do, bladder, 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 bladder. Yo, exactly. Yes, there you go. So did you guys meet at Reggie's or what, what happened? What was that? No, we met at the hotel. At the hotel. Oh, so you were staying at the Ho Chi Minh Hotel or whatever it was? So I, we didn't know what we were going to do the night two. So night one, when I looked originally, it was like the same price to stay at the Jaslyn as the Chinatown Hotel, which is a real dump. And so I'm like, forget it. For five bucks more, we'll stay at the other place. But the yeah. problem is it's a typical, like, city hotel. Like when my wife and I stayed there, we had, like, our queen bed in the little room. It was fine. But this now we got, like, two double beds. They're so close together. It's like we're freaking I Love Lucy or something. Oh. I mean, it's like we had our own beds, but, they, you know, we could have easily pushed them together for a little late-night romance, which we didn't, <laughs> as far as I remember. At least, at least not that you remember. Did you only pass out? I mean, I didn't wake up with know. anything... I didn't wake up with anything sore. I mean, I did have a lot of spicy food the night before, but oh, forget that's a different that's a different subject. But uh, no, so we uh, yeah, so we met over there, and Mark uh, is. 
I thought about bringing some beers, but here's the thing. My better judgment kind of took over, and I thought to myself, there's eight bands. The show starts at 6 o'clock. We really don't need to pregame. Well, of course, I'm meeting a guy from Wisconsin who who pregames breakfast. So <laughs> we had a couple of beers before we left. Tom the thought about it. I actually went through with it. Yeah, yeah he, he I thought about it. He and I, but I, I was going to re- refrain, but, you know, since he had some, I decided to have a couple. I'm twisting. Mark, Mark comes to the hotel room. His like luggage is like a freezer bag from Aldi or something. I'm like, <laughs> this is a guy who knows how to do things. <laughs> knows how professional, to... professional. But yeah, we had we had a couple we had a couple beers and uh, yeah, then we walked out. We got to Reggie's about seven, and we're sort of irritated, honestly, to find out that we'd only miss one band. <laughs> well, you were hoping to miss yeah. like a whole bunch. <laughs> well, there was. We That's a lot of bands, story. man. That's a lot of boy bands. It's eight is too much. Well, the thing is, there's eight bands, and they're. I don't want to say they're all the same because I don't want to sound like my mother. There are subtle differences, but they're all similar in sound. Right. You know, yeah. It's well, it's all straight um, punk boy, right? Well, and the and we, we were trying to figure out. I don't know. I don't even really want to talk about it because I don't know exactly why one of the bands dropped off. But there was one band that was supposed to play Minneapolis and Chicago, and apparently they got self righteous about something and dropped off. So. Yeah, some song on a playlist or something, right? Or, or something. Song, but once again, unless I unless I hear, you know, I, I don't want to. Probably just leave it at that. Spread false accusation, Jess. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, antiheroes have always had, have always been, always had claims of racism and fascism lobbed at them. And the difference between them and most bands, where most bands they say that's absolutely not true. But the thing that antiheroes have always done is they always taunt, like they always. They basically love to mock the people who give them a hard time yeah. rather than just be total pussies like modern-day punk rockers. But, you know, they're 60-year-old dudes. What do they care? Yeah, what are they, exactly. When you get to 60, man, we st- stop caring about it. Exactly. Yeah, just wait until you Actually, older, I, I, met, I met Mark this singer. He said he was 58. Ah, youngster. I talked to a lot of people. It was, it, was, it was real cool, but I really, you know, being a big ball guy, I really made had to be careful to make sure, I, you know, I didn't, make the impression that I was belonged to any of the particular skinhead factions. So when they started beating the hell out of each other, I could just skate off into the sunset. You were definitely the norm around there, you know. Well, I that, was. Well, that's yeah. the one thing, though, about this about that skinhead scene, if they if they are true skins and that. It's not just the shaved head. It's also the, you know, the, the Fred Perry shirt in a certain color and the suspenders in a certain color and the, you know. So, I mean, there's, yeah. a, whole, there's a whole uniform to it, which I, I assume you were probably in T-shirt and, G- and shorts, right? Uh, no, I was wearing pants, and I was wearing Doc Martens. Uh, he, yeah. tried to put a sh- he tried to put his shorts on, but he broke the zipper. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, I did. Shit. He broke the zipper. I think I, like, like pulled him up, and I didn't want to bend over. I just, like, picked up my foot and jammed it in there and just, like, <laughs> tore him apart. Threw him in the garbage. Oh, there you go. Those shorts are gone. Now. And I laughed. Yeah, I, I bet you. I should, I should just, I, I just should start wearing just sweat sweat clothes all the time, like sweat shorts. <laughs> yeah, you'll, like, you'll be just like the guy from a tilt wheel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just open a record store in your house too. That's there you go. You're one step away. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, who? Which band did you uh, get to see first? Then. So we missed one band. I don't remember which one we missed, but the first one we saw was Old Salt. Mark, had you seen them before? They're from Madison. I have seen them before. Yeah, they're from Madison. Um, I guess I'd say newer, but all the guys are you know up there in their forties. Yeah, at least. Um, but yeah, they've been playing around here on Milwaukee quite a bit, and probably Chicago too. And uh, they had—I think they had played here the last Monday, actually. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go to that show, but yeah, I've, I've definitely seen them here before. Good. How stuff. working class are they? Did they go to uh, work on Tuesday morning? 
I, you got me, my friend. I'm, I'm guessing so. I mean, uh, Monday show, they're not just going to, like, stay in town and, like, hang you can, out. You can definitely see these guys, like, selling aluminum, aluminum siding or something, you know. But uh, they're funny, just, just... No, go ahead. Funny thing is, I'm trying to look them up on on uh, YouTube, on Discogs, to see if they have anything out. And I see a band called Old Salt, but it's a, it's a band formed in 1970, so, and they're it's all hippies. So I assume no. this is not that... No, 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 they do. They do have an LP. They have one full length out right yeah. now that, that just came out, like just recently. Um, and I think I'm pretty sure that's it. That's all they have. Okay. I contemplated buying it. It's a nine but, song LP, I believe. Okay, I contemplated buying it, but the PBRs are getting pretty expensive over there, and I spent the lion's share of my cash on uh, tall, tall cans of beer, so mm-hmm. I didn't buy it. So were they good? Were they friend. okay? Um, yeah, they were okay. I enjoyed them, but they they definitely like mid tempo. Like they don't. Uh, it's mid tempo, kind of uh, monotonous. I would say, it, like intentionally, just like the delivery is. But they were bad. You're really, talk, you're really uh, talking them up they, there, buddy. Well, no, I I, I don't know. <laughs> well, they, I, they they got they they, they uh, got their outfits all uh, sequenced. You know, they they yeah. were all had plaid. Uh, sequenced? Did you in. say sequenced? Oh, no, no sequenced. <laughs> oh, like they, sequenced. They, Sequenced, like they like they 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 talked beforehand. They're like, well, we should all probably wear uh, short sleeve and uh, tuck it in. And shirts. Yep, we should get our mutton chops together. And uh, yeah, the mutton chops were, were pretty mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I, so. I joked to Mark that they dressed like my dad did going to church in the eighties, just like short sleeve <laughs> checkered shirts and like tucked in. One guy had a belt buckle. Hey, yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah they, got, they, they, they did it right. Well, they were, the funny thing is, Neil and I. I so they're from Madison, right? And they played a cover of a Madison band that we're going to play the song here in just a minute called Brass Tacks. That was, was, that was, was the name great, of the band, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, Great oi band from Madison. I don't think mm-hmm. they play anymore. Do they, Mark? I don't Classic. They, they'll play a, a show occasionally. It's like maybe okay. like you know once a year maybe or something like that. But they played this song, Wisconsin Hooligans. And, Neil, the crowd reacted. The crowd wasn't full at that point yet, but there was probably like 100 people just jammed up front. They reacted to this brass tax song like they had just played "England Belongs to Me" or "Take 'Em All" or like "If the Kids Are United" or something. Wow, yep. you should have seen it. It was wild. Yeah. Hmm. So why don't we should play that? That's a cool song. Okay. This is the original version though. This is brass tax. We're gonna play brass tax. Brass tax. Wisconsin hooligans. Hooligans. Wisconsin, we built the head here. 
Hooligans, boot boys. That was Brass Tacks with Wisconsin Hooligans right there from uh, from their great Just the Facts album, which was That's... 1999 on BS City, I believe. Correct. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I know the reissues on Beer the reissues City. on Beer City. I don't know if it was originally on that. Yeah. yeah according to this, it was CD okay. Beer 99? City 1999. Is it, 20? Is it that old? I thought it was. Because I have like a, I have it on vinyl. I thought it was the fifteenth anniversary edition. Yeah, the the CD was ninety nine, and the album reissue was, was twenty fifteen. I don't know. Yeah. Why wow, was it that old already? Yeah. Wow. Time time flies when you're time flies when you're drinking and fighting and doing skinhead stuff, Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, 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 and indeed they check off all the all the things. They have a song about skinhead rock and roll. They have a song yeah, about a pride. Song. United I think I played Pride. that skinhead rock and roll song. You know, I love it. <laughs> and they have a song called Working Class. So they cover all the bases. There you go. That's all you need. That's all you need, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they do. Holy shit. They play a screwdriver cover. They play Back with do a it. Bang, which is interesting. Ooh. Now, that's not the racist screwdriver. That's kind of the mid-period screwdriver. That's, but the, still. Mr. Rogers. that's the Mr. Rogers screwdriver. But still, that's still uh, that's still pretty ballsy. Speed of delivery. Yep. All right. All right, so, so after after what were they called? The other band who did the cover? Uh, old Salt. Old, old Salt. Salt. After Old Salt, who was who? Okay, so are you are you down on the floor for this stuff, or are you sitting upstairs? No, we're on the floor. I mean, it's Reggie's. We're on the floor for everything. I don't think I even yeah. went upstairs. Dude, no, I never you, did. When you get older and your feet and that fucking slant, and you're standing there for seven hours, your fucking legs and back will oh, say, my "Go back. upstairs." Yeah, slant yeah, is sure. dead. Go upstairs well, and sit but, down. We were not, I don't think we were there early enough to get seating anyway. As a matter of fact, when we got there, you know, there's like those edges and people sit on the edges. Like those are all full. Yeah. Like yeah the floor yeah, okay. was empty. Yeah, but all the, like, or the, yeah. yeah. But once again, age wise, you know, there was definitely some younger people there, but there was, you know, the, the lion's share of the crowd was probably, you know, in their forties. Okay. And then, like I said, some of us older, some, some younger, there was a few kids there. There was a cute, a few like, PUNX punks there with like Liberty Spikes and stuff. Hmm. What are you guys doing, man? Those guys were, were doing the, the, the circle pitting. They were, yeah, they were doing the dancing that was yeah. going to get them punched out at some point. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, we'll get to that in a, in well. a little bit. So, 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 Mark, why don't you tell them about the next one, Fighting for Scraps? What do you remember about them? They're from Chicago, right? Yeah, Chicago band, Fighting for Scraps. Uh, my buddy uh, Chris Cope, who uh, also plays with Fierce City. Um, it's got a couple other bands, but yeah, they, well, was that the kind of, that was like the muscular shorter guitar player. Correct. Yep. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he looked like, I think he was the only skinhead in the place that had been on the inside of a planet fitness in the last 10 years. As far as I could tell. <laughs> uh Oh, easily. That easily. was Tom trauma yeah. saying that everybody. Neil thought you all looked trim and, and tidy. <laughs> yes. You yes. look handsome chaps. Yes. Yes. Good looking fellas. All of them. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, uh, Stallworth and uh, you know Chicago punk scene—they they do a lot of they are pretty. Uh, they they play a, a decent amount of shows. I always see them on bills in Chicago at Reggie's. Every you know other other. They play venues. Detroit, yeah. yeah, and like they uh, yeah they they're 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 pretty uh, pretty regular uh, players and uh, opening for random you know shows. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. They're, they they've so been around for a sound, little while now. So, sound wise, they were probably like because they were definitely an oi band, but I thought there was like a lot of elements of maybe like like classic hardcore stuff too, right? Like they were faster, definitely. yeah, a little faster, yeah, everything harder edged, like more, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, good good mix 
of like uh, hardcore, straight up punk, and and oi. So yeah, like a mm-hmm. yeah, that, which is what you want, I think. You yeah, know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a good because yeah, because the first band, like I said, was very the first band that we saw was very mid tempo, very shouty, very mid tempo. Yeah, and these guys were definitely definitely cranked it up a notch speed wise. I, I enjoyed them. First time I think I think I'd ever seen them. I may have caught them on a bill at some point, but but they're pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to remember, were they a three piece? Did they? Did um, they have a... I think they were. They were four. I don't okay. think we saw any three pieces there. Well, I'm trying to think if they had a singer that played guitar or just like a singer. No, I think just had a singer. Like okay. I, think it was, I think it was two guitars, bass, and drum. Most of the oi bands do have like just a guy who just stands there it's like watching right. that first band old salt it's just like like the guy didn't really know what to do he just kind of stood there right like he had a beer in one hand he had a tall boy in his hand like the entire yep. time yeah him which and is me fine both. nothing him, against that nothing him against and me both man if it wasn't guinness i'm afraid he's out nah. <laughs> that's not working class neil that's your posh <laughs> crap that's skit no that's skinhead baby skin, skinheads drink guinness are. Skinheads drink Guinness. That's it. Yeah, in England when you were a kid. Not I don't think that was one of their songs. Uh, skinheads drink Guinness. No, I don't think it was. No, that I, th- was I think that, that, I think that was a business not. song, actually. Okay, all right. Yeah, I yeah. believe that. I believe British, that. British skins were a different thing. Um, so, yeah, they were cool. I enjoyed them. Um, then after that was... Oh, Antagonizers ATL, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. That's interesting. Now, they played you... so far down the bill. I'm actually surprised I, they went higher up. I was surprised up. by that, too. Yeah. Um, now, granted, okay, now I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I love these guys. I love their albums, their two albums. So I did go up right up front for that, stood by stage right. Um, I love them, but like I said, I love the band. So I actually, I don't know if I ever asked Mark what he thought about What you What you think about them, Mark? Um, oh, I thought they were great. I thought they were great. They're, uh, they're lead singer, very exuberant and... Yeah, dances around and does a lot of like he, he's, he's, de- he's definitely been working on his moves and like you know because <laughs> he's not just like uh, standing around just singing he's he's got some uh, you, you know you can tell he's been working on it so, for throughout think, the years he does it in front of the mirror he yeah, he's in front of the mirror know. but I'm not going to talk anything about him cause yeah because he, he could beat he's, up he's a, any he's two a big other boy kids. like not big like built boy you know like yeah, he's he's, he's definitely been hitting the gym that's for sure no. But, uh, I think a super fun, nice I, guy. I, I, I did get a little chance to talk to him. He's super, super good dude. His name is yeah. Bo- Bowden or something, right? Uh, what's his first name? Zach? Is, is Bowden's his last name? Everybody calls him Bo. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Hmm. You wrote his first name. Yeah, Zach. 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 Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Zach. yeah. But no, but yeah. So I did talk to him, and he remember being on the podcast, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was super cool. And I said, "Man, I'm gonna have to in- introduce me to the singer for Andy." He was like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, do that." But I wish I would have had him done it earlier before I had you know eight or ten tall boys. <laughs> but that's okay. So are they are they a five piece or are they a four piece? They were five this time. I think that I get the impression that maybe it's Bo and Richard Henderson, who's the guitar player, who who also plays guitar for Andy Heroes. And maybe a constantly revolving lineup because their bass player used to be a black guy, and they definitely didn't have any black guys with them this time. Um, the and both, the guitar player looked really young. The other guitar player. Both bands are from uh, Atlanta, right? Atlanta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And that was the one thing I I caught from them playing is that their bass player he wasn't off, but like he was just like missing notes here and there. Like oh. wasn't playing all the way through. 
you know? Like, so, oh, like, I don't gosh, know, maybe... It's such a beating next time he goes to Chicago. No, 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 no. Like, they're from <laughs> Atlanta. I, I, I it doesn't matter, Neil. Or it doesn't matter, Mark. There's a brotherhood. Don't you know? Yeah, I suppose. I, damn it. But, no, I mean... I'm just saying how... Tellsing it, how's I saws it, you know? All like, right. uh, uh, just didn't wasn't playing, like, notes all the way through, like, the whole time. And whatever, you know, it's fine. And maybe, maybe he was taking a drink. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, Mark, sometimes it's the notes you don't play. You know? That's true. Maybe, That's true. Maybe he's got a different style. Exactly. Exactly. So we actually we actually have we have an antagonist ZTL song too. Yeah, we do. So and, even and we have a- funnily enough, I'm drinking I just realized I the beer I'm drinking right now, I'm drinking out of an antagonizer's ATL uh, koozie. There you go. Well, you know, the funny thing is, so I want to play that song, but the fact of the matter is we didn't pick any songs for like like the next like half of the conversation, did we? Like um, what you did Monday and what we did Sunday, we didn't pick. Any. Oh, I, no, actually, I actually did because I'm going to put in a song towards the end, so to okay. run out with probably. So I do have a dwarf song for the end. All right, Beautiful. let's do let's do uh, Antagonist ATL. This is uh, dead to us. This is off the first album, right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Antagonizes ATL uh, with Dead to Us off of their first album, which was called Working Class Street Punk. Well, there you go. I'm mean, telling you it like it, it is, I guess. There you go. <laughs> the only way it could have been any better is it was working class beer drinking street punk or something, right? Yeah, indeed. Southside. Southside yeah. beer drinking street punk. One, two, okay. three. That was probably the <laughs> first song on the second side of that record. Yeah. And you have that record, right, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Both of records love them. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. Yeah, I actually got two copies of the first one. I'm pretty sure I gave you a color, a cooler color than what I have. Oh, that was so I got that from you. All right, cool. Yeah, good Dang man. It. Dang it! <laughs> no, um, so let me see. What you Who drinking, was... Mark? I'm actually. I just popped a uh, an ecto cooler. The fuck is that? 
Oh, so Mark so had some of these. I, I introduced John to this on, on, uh, on Saturday night. Uh, a, a local brewery around here uh, does some, some funny stuff sometimes, and they uh, Eagle Park uh, Brewery. And, uh, you know, you remember Ecto Cooler? It was like the, uh, the high C drink that came out in the box, like, back in the day when uh, Ghostbusters first came out? No. Okay. Tom didn't know either. You guys, you guys are out of no. the loop, my friend. Well, but, I, okay, uh, so I do remember, you know, obviously, yeah, Ghostbusters with the slime and all that. So cool, yeah, okay. Slimer. So it was like... So it was in the 80s? Yeah, when it first came out. Yeah, oh, I was a kid, I was a kid when it first came out. Yeah. And then they, they brought it back when they did that, like, kind of not-so-good... Uh, a reboot of the Ghostbusters, but oh, with the uh, women with the girls. Yeah, correct. What yes. the fuck were they thinking with that? I, I, did, okay. I did not. Hey, that. at least Ecto Cooler came back out, you know, which is awesome. I did. The yes, rest, it's, re- it's, re- high fructose, my... it's high fructose corn syrup mixed with Agent Orange and a little bit of tap water. That's yeah, what so it, it was green, you know, and it was <laughs> like a, a juice box. So they brought it back, which I was like stoked on because you know, reliving childhood is always a good time. Nothing, but nothing more dignified than a forty-year-old man drinking a juice box, right? Well, so are you? Is there a beer named after this now? Is that what you're drinking, so, or are you drinking so the juice box? They, they, it's like the ecto cooler. It's just like a very like sugary, like uh, you know, beer type drink that's green. Jesus and Christ, it, it, man! It tastes like ecto cooler, it, and it's just it tastes like coolant. I think is what, is what you're drinking. <laughs> it does like antifreeze. It looks like it. It looks like antifreeze. I drank it. It's good, man. It is. Like See, Tom fun. had one. He knows what's up. Mm. My blood sugar spiked. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. He had, he had a, he's lying down there. He's actually having a heart attack right there in that yeah. picture. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> no, one. it was it was it was it was tasty, man. It was real t- it's, You know, honestly, it was the one of those things that kind of gets you in trouble, probably because it yeah because it's it really tastes yeah, alcohol. Exactly. Yeah, the sugar will yeah. kill you. Yeah. Well, and you can't really taste the alcohol, so you could probably. Oh, that is dangerous. You know. it, it, and they're only like five or six percent, so it's not. Yeah, just like normal beer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There you go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so it doesn't. I, if there's anything I've learned, it really doesn't matter what the percentage is, as long as you drink it fast enough. <laughs> and, and enough of it. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, back to the show. So, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, how full is the crowd by this time? Every band gets a little fuller than the last, I would say. So yeah, how, like as, as a night how long are the bands playing for? Are they playing for thirty minutes, thirty-five minutes? Probably. Ones? Yeah, I'd say. Okay. It's funny because I was already we were pretty deep in the sauce already. At, I in the sauce at this point, so the fine details. I didn't take any notes or anything. Like no I'm photos, doing a written review. No photos from you, Tom. Well, you know, I suck at taking photos. I'm, I'm horrible at it. I, I, I only took a handful as well, but like I wish I was. I know better. they were yeah. keeping, Mark, keeping it kind of tight because yeah. like I, I remember old salt wanted to play like another song and they were like oh we're done you know so i think they you know we're keeping it to like 30 40 minute sets you know yeah so. 15 minutes they switch over pretty quick it was, it was smooth it ran well it was a well well run machine oh definitely um and so did what there's about 300 people in there by now or 200 or something yeah half full it, half full it, it, it was pretty full at the end i don't think it sold out but it was pretty full you wouldn't really want it any fuller than it was okay um, people standing all the way to the back by the merch, that kind of thing, by the bathrooms. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of socializing around, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the next band um, really was a pleasant surprise. So Scott and his son were also in Chicago watching some heavy metal shows because Scott's son's a big metalhead. Um, and uh, I know Scott and his son, both their favorite band of the night was the Prowlers from Montreal who played next. And I thought they were very good too. 
I listened to the records and I was like, oh, that's cool. But live, they were really mean, man. They had like a almost like a sheer terror type of like anger to it. I loved it. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised as well. Well, that's because that, that's because that French Especially Canadian, right? Yeah, French Canadian. We could tell right accent. when the lead singer talked. Yeah, <laughs> funny accent. So yeah, I, I had I had never. That's the funny thing of all these bands. I had never seen any of them before, hmm. which is amazing, right? And when when's the last time that happened? Right, especially with eight bands. Yeah. Now the problem yeah. is they've been around for a while. I guess I'm looking on Discogs. They've got about yeah, eight, late, eight late, albums late, or something. Late nineties, I think. I think they're over twenty years. Yeah, early two yeah two thousand looks like the first record came out or something like that. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot lot of lot of releases for these guys. But yeah, they were cool, and uh, you know they like the, their songs were angry, but they seemed super friendly. Like they were glad, really glad to be there, and I'm th- I'm sure they came the farthest to be there. So definitely. So yeah, it was cool. It was a it was a they were the band that su- that surprised or replaced Noise, which I know you were real disappointed. And I was too because I love Noise. I have the Noise records. I don't I didn't know the Prowlers. But uh, I guess the noise dude, Matt, the main guy, I don't know if he's the only guy, but he uh, he's still active duty, and he got sent on some kind of a mission or something. So hmm. they had to pull out. Yeah, it's a yeah, shame, because was... I, I probably would have gone if noise had been playing. But... And, but yeah, I, I think we mentioned it was Veterans Day as well. Yes. So there was yes. plenty of, of, of pride for uh, you know our, our, our troops and stuff, which is great, you know. But, uh, it, it, yeah. it is it is funny, right? Because the oi the oi music, as much as it's all about drinking and fighting, they are like they do tend to be patriotic and they do mm-hmm. tend to espouse some strange version of the American dream and the sort of uh, yeah, you know God hard. bless the USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 so much different. It's barely in the same punk realm as modern punk, which is just so you know, rainbow and fruity, you know, it's like <laughs> that lady's right in the fucking sharp and right now <laughs> it's stout macho punk rock for the rest of us. Neil, I can hear the typing right yep. now. You <laughs> said fruity. What did you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a fruity ecto punch. I was drinking ecto, yes. ecto punch. It was We're talking about fruity, ecto cooler. Yeah. Very fruity. Very <laughs> fruity tasting. Okay. But yeah, so, so uh, antagonizers ATL played the uh, warriors, Neil by blitz. Okay. Which is also on my song list. It is. So, but let's we... let's not let's not yet. Let's play. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, we might as well because I have a Fear City song coming too. So, wait, did they play Warriors? Because they have a song called Warriors. <laughs> yeah, they, they Worries. They have a song called Worries. Yeah, Worries, yeah. <laughs> they didn't play my favorite song, Antagonizers ATL did, which is Problems, which is the one where they drug Chris. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name from Gangrene? Chris Doherty out of the grave to sing uh, backup vocals on it. Actually, Gang Green, I saw, was doing some shows in Europe, so I don't think he's playing guitar, but I guess he can sing. Um, but well, yeah, that's my favorite well, song. I, I, I mean, I hate to throw a, a monkey wrench into your plans, Tom, but after giving that Prowler such a good write-up, should we play a Prowler song instead? I don't know any of the songs. Oh, like, okay. Um, I guess I look at that Drunken Skinhead song that, that was the old standard. Oh, yeah, what do you do with well, because I know the drunken sailor version, obviously. Yes. All right. Did, never, never mind. Never, forget I said anything. All right. All right. Let's play Blitz Warriors. We'll play the original version. Let's play Too complicated. Blitz Warriors. And then we'll get into the real meat of the show. Then we'll get into the last two bands. This is where things get real interesting. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. So, yeah. So, this it's is... It's been going uh, smooth till this point. So, this is, uh, yeah, uh, the classic Warriors by Blitz. Take it away, boys. 
classic bass line at the beginning of that one that was uh mm-hmm. warriors by blitz which i assume you all know is that a single or is that on the voice of a generation album both it was both okay. yep gotcha i have the i have the repress of that it's but uh i wasn't sure such a good record it is so neil or adam i mean adam i mean mark <laughs> whatever your name My middle is. name is adam actually. i know your middle name is adam yeah, is so like yeah that, that's fine how do you how do we pronounce it's fraza right your last name more say fraza it's actually fraza but oh that's the way i say it. I, okay. i'm okay with fraza too because everyone just goes with it most people just called me fraz growing up oh is that right oh yeah fellow, fellow dutchman neil it's inter- yeah, it's no, interesting Mark. it's a dutchman it, unite it's a six yeah. letter name and it's got three a's in it that's mm-hmm. uh, yes. you know <laughs> Like that keyboard. I'm great A, baby. Yeah, he is. <laughs> great Triple A. a. Triple A. Yeah, Almost I've pro. used them a couple times in my life, that's for sure. There you go. Hey, baby, let me tell you something about myself. I'm Triple A. <laughs> so, 
So I want. I there want, was there was one there was one fight I think before we get to the, like the. Oh, was there already? I might. Have oh yeah, it. remember that guy in the in the black shirt that was uh, uh, doing the circle pit with all the like kids earlier. Oh, and they were just people. He was just being annoying. Exactly, and he bumped into the wrong dude, and he got uh, a smattering of uh, rabbit punches to the face. And, oh yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. He went out bloody. But now he, he did. didn't get thrown out, did he? He just... I, I mean, I think he, he walked had his own to leave. Because if he would have stayed there, it would have been no bueno, you know? So did the yeah. bouncers intervene and throw the guy that was punching out? Well, the punchy and, and the puncher? Most the, the crowd will intervene. Like, you know, yes. the everyone doesn't want... Or they say they don't want, you know, like, fights and stuff. So people... You know, there's enough people there that don't want fights that will step in and like kind of separate and you know so i think that's what happened obviously there was probably a couple of bouncers that helped out but yeah they got I don't him know out if there. he went i don't know if he went and washed up and stood in the back or if he had enough i didn't see him the rest of the night so i think they got him out of there too sweet and you know well yeah i kind of forgot about that yeah so let's talk about fear city mark i want you to talk about it because i'm scared of him me? Oh. I don't want to say anything. No, I'm just kidding. But they, these guys, say what you will about them. Their following is huge, intense, and, yeah, and I think that's why they. Yeah, I think that's why they had them play like huge, uh, yeah. huge in yeah, number they, and huge in size. Yes, and they yeah. switched them with the prowlers. So we're like, oh, why are the prowlers playing before Fear City? But then Fear City comes on. And you're like, oh, I get it. Yep. Um, yeah, every, totally. I mean, like half. Like if there's 300 people there, 150 of them are singing along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. To, yeah. Great following. You know, they don't play around a ton, but you know that whole like FCS faction is yep. is you know is huge. You know, so well, uh, and they and they're and the fact of the matter is they're pretty good. I mean, they're good. I, I think they're a oh, good yeah. band. They no, put on a good show. Them. I mean, if you had to do a shot for every time they said they were from the South Side, you would die of alcohol poisoning halfway through their set? Or what was the other Easily. Skinheads, right? We are skinheads? Yeah, skinheads. Yeah. Well, and, they said, and, yeah, skinhead, like, yeah. South Side Pride, yeah. South Side or skinhead. Like, every if you had to take a shot every time they said that, yeah, you'd be dead. Um, well, and, I, you know, I kept looking at Mark going, where are they from again? What part of Chicago <laughs> are they from again? And I'm glad none of, none of the big fans overheard me. They would have had to probably kidney punched me until i pissed blood for a month yeah. but uh it was uh we love them we love them it, we do i was i was impressed with the show i mean i i, yeah. I thought they were really quite good oh definitely um Not i thought it, all the bands were good you know honestly i i i i uh once again i was you know consuming like a maniac but i, I just i thought all the bands were really good now when their i saw lead the- singer their lead singer looked Exactly like Scott. That's what I thought, dude. It's so funny. If he shaved his beard, yeah, because he had a real short beard. He didn't have the beard, beard, but I only saw him from the back, and I was like, "Why the hell does Scott keep running backstage?" (laughs) And I was like, "Oh wait, nope, it's that guy." Yeah, never mind, never mind. So I saw them last year on the same on the same thing last year uh, because Fear City played that, and um, I thought the same thing. It looks like Scott is on the stage, Mm -hmm. and then my my my, they're talking about my buddy Scott. Scott, Yeah. Yeah, my yep. friend for forty five years who goes all the shows with me. Yeah, he was he was there too with his son. So yep, that's so, why I thought it because I saw him run in right before that. So, so last year, um, the singer's voice went out about halfway through the set. So any number of the uh, skinhead following they have got up on stage and finished the set for him. Now was that the same this year, or did he manage? to There stay was a through? lot of that going on. Not only uh, was there. Even they didn't, the he didn't have days. to lose his voice this time. Like yeah. they were just already up there. Like well, and the, and the, the bouncers are too scared right? to stop think, them. 
even like fighting for scraps might have had a couple extras. I mean, it was just yeah, yeah. it was pandemonium. And it was See, lots like, of as as every band like as every band went on, more and more people would go on stage to also sing the songs. You know, all arm in arm with each other, I assume, and making pretty circles much, yeah. and spinning about. Yeah, that's pretty yep. shirt shirtless yet very hetero in their homoerotic uh, <laughs> relations with one another. Exactly. No, it was they were like I said, I was. I, I listened to them a little bit on Spotify. I really didn't know their music very well, but it's it's hard edge, and I just it, it it works. You know, it's here's the thing: is it cliche? Yeah, but it's so damn sincere, right. and they deliver it with such intensity that it works. You know, mm-hmm. you really believe you want to be, you believe them sort of. You know, you, you take them at their word that they're being sincere. But I mean, man, some of their songs. I was mowing the grass day at work and listening to my headphones. It was just like literally about songs about killing rats and like people who rat you out, you know, and just, just violent, violent songs. But <laughs> anyway, don't direct it towards us. We love you guys, man. I, I am FCS yes. for life. That's, that's. Oh, you can't say that. You got to get a tattoo now. You got to get, you gotta get I, an I FCS tattoo. I, even as I talk to you guys, I'm getting the back of my neck tattooed. You <laughs> 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 FCS. Okay. Well, in that case, we better play the song then, right? The, uh, <laughs> and in typical fashion, the Fear City song we're going to play is called Real Skins. <laughs> Real skins, man. Because, you know. Hey, We're not are. real skins, but they are, so here you go. We're not talking about fake potato skins here. Yeah. No. Exactly. No. Skin hood. Fear City, real skins. was fierce city where are they from again tom <laughs> they're from a certain part of chicago <laughs> well, so much north. you know who's uh you know who's buddies with them neil are my uh my south side buddies of course they are yes big, big jeff and crazy mike big i love seeing those guys man i uh 
Like I said, I, I got I got a little wobbly at the end of the night, so I didn't really do very good on saying my goodbyes. I think Mark was just happy to get me back to the hotel, half on the bed. So excuse uh, me, that didn't sound quite right. <laughs> half in the bag, half on the bed. Exactly. Well, but I, yeah, at the end of the night, a lot of times I'm the guy who's like, "Hey, the show's over. Let's go next door. You know, have one more beer or whatever." But I was I was not in that not in that kind of condition. You're so, antiheroes come out. I go down front. Well, so Steve. so I'm 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 sorry to interrupt, but so when Fear City stops, do like all the Fear City followers all leave, or did they stay at least? I didn't get that impression that very many left. It was still pretty full room. Okay, I think. all right. There was a spot where people left, but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um. So I, yeah, I went kind of down front at least for the first few songs until I had to pee or get another beer. I don't know which. <laughs> Every five minutes, probably both. Yeah. Well, maybe. And I was, and they opened with. Uh, the In Here's Are Here for the first album, I think. And then they played Fuck Hollywood, their classic. And I don't, I don't really remember where they went from that, but it was just, it was off after that. And uh, I'm sure I wasn't the only one who either hadn't seen them for years or was seeing them for the first time. And then the real treat came, right, Mark, which was about four songs in when Mark Noah, their singer, 58-year-old singer, who, like I said, I met earlier, a hell of a nice guy, took off his shirt. Oh, you, you wow, you lucky guys. Right? And and he didn't put it on for the rest of the night, which is even more amazing when you hear the rest of the story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're watching the show. Have a great time. I mean, it's going well. You, there's a lot of tension in the room, but at this point, I don't know. There was there, there was another fight or two kind of early in the set, right, Mark? Kind of like early in Antihero there, set. There's a little a little scuffle. A couple of dust ups. Got pushed to the back and then got pushed out the door. So nah. I, nothing. We didn't see anything major happen. We're like, all right, that's eh, gonna happen. No broken bones at this point. No, no. It was and then, like I said. At some at some point, I abandoned my spot up front to either go get a beer or go get a pee, and I came back, and then I was sort of standing in the back, and there was a big kind of kerpuffle right there on the right, like right in the middle of the floor, like would have been behind where I was, but now it was in front of where I was, and I. Mark didn't see it. I didn't see it. Scott saw it. Uh, but somebody got knocked out cold. Yeah, our buddy Jason saw it, remember, because we talked to him on Sunday. Oh, he did. Yeah, and, he, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he explained, because he was sitting on the little raised bit there on the right side of the stage. So that's yeah, where he I, was sitting. So he saw the whole I, thing. I saw the dude fall, and I didn't know. It looked like he was just kind of circle pitting and stumbled, fell, smoked his head. Well, the, that's all. That's all I saw. You know. Well, the the thing that the way I heard it was that you could tell this guy had no like did not at all attempt to break his fall. Like he right. fell like you chop yep. a tree down. Yep. So the way Jason the way Jason explained it is uh, he must have annoyed somebody. Yes. And um, yep. one straight punch from one of these big yep. guys knocked yep. this guy out cold, and yep. he went down like a fucking tree, like you said. Yep. Now, I saw a photograph, and it looked like uh, from, from Reggie's that night. And it looked like, did they take him out on a stretcher or something? Or did they, 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 they carry him out? They brought in a chair on wheels. Jesus Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. So the show it stopped. A, it was like a chair that could be put into a stretcher position. But he was, you he know, he was in good enough shape left? that they just propped him up, put him on this chair, and wheeled him out. Oh, so he was conscious when they left. Oh, yeah. Left. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, it took a while, because it was maybe like a 10... Ten minute, yeah, ten to fifteen so minutes. In between, so- in between songs, where 
Which was pretty quick, actually. But you said that the the fire station was right next door or whatever. But you know that yeah, it was right in Chinatown. Well, the funny thing is too. So the, at this point, the house lights are up, the music's off, the band left the stage. It's just like it. It definitely sucked the air out of the room. And I think a few people, uh, like David Henning, I got to meet Neil, super good dude, lives yeah, yeah, in the yeah. western suburbs. Yeah, you know, list, listener of ours that's been really active in our group. I had a nice time talking to him, meeting up with him, but I think I think he took off during this point. Well, it, it, there's two things going on. A, you got a big gap. You got a gap in the show, and and most of us have been there a long time at that point. And B, it's like, well, is this the beginning of the fighting or the end of the fighting? You right. Know? And he was there by himself, especially. It, it's not. You don't want to go to a situation like that by yourself. I go to shows like that once in a while myself, but. You just stay in the back. You just make sure nobody can punch you in the face because, yeah, you don't want to get knocked out and have nobody looking out for your interest, you know? So the funny thing is, the funny thing is, and Jason talked a little bit about this, but I've seen it myself a few times, even though there are very few skins really in Chicago, um, for whatever reason, they're in like three different gangs. Yeah. Right? And apparently, these when they get together for a show, there's normally and they're all like enemies of each yeah, other. Yeah, they're not all enemies of each other. So I saw this when I saw the Cockney Rejects at Reggie's a few years ago. Um, this exact same thing happened that the North Side guy or the South Side guys were after yeah. the North Side guys or whatever. And you'd think in a scene that small, they'd all be happy. You'd think to we'd, be we'd celebrate our you'd celebrate the things we have in common rather than accentuate the differences, right? Have, right? But apparently not when the beer starts flowing and the and the adrenaline starts going i guess it's, nobody's uh, better at ruining punk stuff than punks neil you know <laughs> yeah so anyway so yeah so this guy got knocked out cold right and he was all bloody and stuff yep. so then they i can't believe they got a wheelchair in to take him out that's crazy well yeah it wasn't a wheelchair it was like basically he said it was a chair on wheels come on now. it was a chair on wheels that like <laughs> could a- could be put into the like reclined like stretcher position but they didn't need to because he wasn't like he was he was with it. He was he was coherent enough to like you know. I have I, I've been knocked I've been knocked out a couple times in my life, various times, but I have and I've been punched in the face quite a few times. I have never been knocked out by a punch. I can't imagine what that's like. How well, I think, think it was mostly him smoking his head on the ground that <laughs> like did the most. Well, damage. but like I said, the, the story I heard was that he didn't even try to brace his fall though. No, like, he, might, he might have been out. He might have been out straight away. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're falling yeah. down. You're going to get your arms out. You're going to get your shoulder out or something. You're not just going to crank your head on the ground, you know? Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. I I, tend, I I don't know. I mean, was the guy being annoying enough to deserve to get knocked out? Probably. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. So, that yeah. Sucks, so, that, I mean, yeah, that sucked the air out of the room. So, that must have been difficult for them to come out and start playing again. Well, and that's kind of atmosphere. So he said, I handed it to him to come, for coming back out because they, they were probably over halfway through their set at that point, around yeah. halfway yeah. through their set. Yeah. They came out and played, played another 15 minutes or something. I was yeah. just mad because they were about to play the classic American uh, Jennifer, song, Jennifer, and yeah. they totally just skipped that song and went to like the next one. And I was like, God mm. damn it. Hmm. But, hmm. oh well. Yeah. And I, just, um, and, and I didn't imagine there was a lot of tension right now in the crowd, right? Wondering if something's going to go down again. Uh, oh, yeah. I, think, I think, see, I got the impression that kind of took the fight out of the crowd. Oh. But well. but maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't Listen, the person who did it, might be on the, somebody's death list right now. I have no idea. Right. You know, that's why I don't want to. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's hard. I, I don't want to take this stuff too seriously, but by the same token, obviously there's a few rogue elements that really do take this stuff really, really seriously. So, 
Yeah, and this might have been like a year old, years old beef as well. You never know, right? Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. Or, or whatever. Well, that's the thing too. That's why I just, you know, I was just trying to play nice with everybody, not trying to do it because you don't want to. Yeah, because the one guy you punch might have ten buddies there, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or who knows? Like, I don't want to wade into this Southside nonsense. Well, these days he might have a gun in his car. I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, right? Jesus, fuck yeah, that. Maybe. Fuck that. All right. Maybe so I, maybe I got maybe I got a gun in my car, Neil. <clears throat> well, or a dead deer, anyway. At the very least. <laughs> I wish I would have had my gun when I hit that deer. I needed a finishing weapon. Mm. All right, we're back to that depressing thing again. All right. So the, so the show <laughs> ends. So you're talking to the uh, the are the heroes behind the uh, merch booth. No, at this you... point, once the show was over, I had met I had met and talked to everybody earlier. I got a, got an antiheroes T-shirt and some patches and stuff. When the show was over, we were just. Like I, I, I don't remember really from I grabbed the show. Tom by the scruff of the neck and we walked home. I was gonna say I really don't remember much between the show being over and the next morning. Hmm. So you didn't go up I mean, egg I, rolls or anything? You didn't stop at no, any of the Chinese. It wasn't open. Yeah, oh. they were closed. What time closed? was this? We got we got out too late, I guess. I don't know. I guess even the Asians can't find good help, Neil. Because <laughs> they used to go until just, three in the morning. Just have some more kids. Well, and what time? What time did we get out of? Do you have any recollection? I mean, it probably uh, was pretty late. It was maybe like twelve thirty-one. Oh, not that late then. Okay. It was, yeah. No, I mean not super late, but it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they closed at midnight or something. I, I don't know because we know. definitely got out a lot earlier the night after. Yeah. Well, Reggie's is open till two or three in the morning. I mean, they're open later. They definitely. Yeah. You, we could have went upstairs and had a drink or whatever, but I would have probably died. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be walking underneath that bridge at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, that you know that bridge where the trains hang out. Well, that's a, that's a funny. Like I had so much to drink, I don't even remember. Like we didn't have any trouble getting back, right? Uh, right, Mark. Nobody harassed no, us. No, no, we were fine. Yeah, we told them we were from the South Side, Neil. Or, exactly. Okay. I just kept yelling South Side. <laughs> hey, man, you got a quarter rank and half. Hey, we're from the South Side. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry, man. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. Excuse Fair me. City skins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. FSC, FSC. I'm sure the average beggar really would be impressed with that. FCS, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the thing is, you know, so there's that fight, and and it was kind of sucked, right? But overall, a really great event. I don't want I don't want to make the fight more than it was because the no, bands were good. good. And it was, yeah. You got to expect that. You got to expect. Yeah. That. Well, you can't sit there and listen to songs for four hours straight about drinking and fighting, and if you don't fight, somebody's a poser, right? Would it even be a show if nobody fought, right? That's a I mean, we, show for sure. Right. I, I thought I saw Mark throw a punch at a kid the next night because he was being so annoying in the pit. I was wrong. He was just pushing him, but it looked like a jab to me. Oh but, no, no, no! I just kind of pushed him. Yeah. So anyway, I, I have I actually got uh, Mark's number, and I'm hoping maybe uh, not not this Mark. I got this Mark's number too, but Mark Noah from Any Heroes, and I'm hoping maybe I can talk him into coming on the podcast. He's not a big social media guy and he doesn't, uh, I don't know that they really care that much about doing press, but I think he might have fun talking to us for an hour or so. so. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I shall work on it. And so, talking about the fight, um, that ties right into the Antiheroes song that you picked, I yes. believe. Yes. Uh, announce it? Yeah, this is Hate Edge. Classic of theirs. Now, which album from is their, this off? Is this off the first one? or? I think their second one. Okay. Is that the American Pie one or something different? No, no that was a third one. Okay. I think it's I think it's from Don't Tread on Me, their second one. Don't tread on me, you son of a bitch. All right. But don't don't see I might be wrong. Was mm. it you, Mark, who was saying you're gonna have to like start sending in corrections for all the things we get wrong? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> all the facts we get wrong. Well, we're old man, we forget stuff. Anyway, this is Andy Heroes bitch. Hate edge, hate edge. <laughs> Hate 
anti-heroes there with hate edge so that wraps up uh the first night of the of the adventure correct yeah and uh well, yes I, I can uh very much say that hate edge was on uh, don't tread on me which was go. 1988 i have the cd sitting here so yeah yeah so see sometimes i remember things worthless things and sometimes uh, i confirm it there you go well, it's funny because our our next two nights kind of tie in, right, Neil? Because we both had like a, a dwarves, yep, a dwarves experience, yep. and I would have joined you had I not had to be back at work on Monday. So Tom Monday and Mark, afternoon. Tom and Mark stayed in town for um, the dwarves were playing on the Sunday night, so those two guys stayed yes. in town. Um, but I convinced them because they were up; they had to be out of the hotel. You had to switch hotels, right? Yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't get another room at the nice place. So I told Mark, "Hey, I got the nice place. You want to get the you want to get the crappy one?" And he loved the crappy hotel, even though he probably was regretting it now. Yeah. But what with what with his many skin issues? <laughs> oh dear, that does not sound not good. Skin head issues, skin issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, Mark's got lots of hair. So no, I, I dug the uh, I, I dug the layout of of yeah. city hotel. This the two separate rooms, especially we with Tom Smart. Room, with, yes. Especially with Tom snoring, you know. Yes. Well, it Scott warned you. Know. He said you need to wear earplugs. You need to wear earplugs. Sleep I was warned. I was warned. So the Ho Chi, like, so the Ho Chi Minh Motel had bugs or some or something. Well, I got, <laughs> I got, I got bit by something. I, I'm guessing it was a spider or something. But like I have, multiple uh, bites, dude. He had bumps all over. Yeah, I got a. Uh, oh, oh, not, not bed bugs, are they? No, yeah. no, bed bugs oh. look totally different. Yeah, oh, it's right. just, it's just a couple, a couple bites and. 
Uh, I got a couple blisters on my arm right now, but come to the Ho Chi Minh Hotel and go home. Yeah. So it's, it's it's funny, right? Because Scott and I get this little suite the whole time. You walk straight in. There's a bathroom, and then there's a tiny room on either side. It's so badly designed that you like you have to like both go in at the same time. You can't have two doors open at the same time. It's just like a real weird little setup. But Scott always goes to the right. I always go to the left. But we, I open the door. Mark goes in. He goes to the left. I'm like, well, you know, well, I guess I'll try the right. Yeah, thrown off now. But, but I'm like, yeah. take, I took a picture of his bed. There's like, a, just like this giant like spider. Hole. It looks like a giant <laughs> vagina in the bottom of his box. But it's just like a torn <laughs> hole or something. I'm like, dude, that's probably where they were, right? It, it, it was like, a just, little. It was a literal box spring, you know. There, yeah. Like did you reach in there? Hole. There's probably like a crack pipe in there, like some porno magic. I did not reach in there. No, I was not. I assume, I assume based on all the movies I've seen, that that's where the things crawled out of that bit you later. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. How, and how much was this flea pit? 120 That's oh, cheap in the city. That's going to be like 20 bucks a night. It's going to be like 20 bucks a night. What do you and want that- us to do? Stay up in that heart of Chicago, up in the freaking meat, meat district up where you're at? <laughs> <laughs> It's, the, a, it's actually it's actually nowhere near me, but I know what you the mean. The meatpacking district? Well, you got to drive by it to get to your <laughs> the, place. The, the fudgepacking district? Yes, yeah, indeed. exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, so you guys wake up. you got to change hotels. And that's, this is like 11 o'clock, right? And there's nothing open. Well, we got to be out by, out by 11, and yeah. then we can't back in the next one until like 3 or 4 o'clock or right. whatever. So you needed something to do. So I said, hey, drive up by me, and let's go to the village the village inn, which is in Skokie. And that's a straight shot up the highway for you guys. So That wasn't too bad. Yeah. So it's you like, actually drove up. It was, like 50, it was like 15 minutes there, and then like a half hour back. I'm like, where is all this traffic on Saturday afternoon? That's pretty typical, yeah. Or Sunday afternoon. But, uh, yeah, yeah. watched a little football, shot the shit. Jason came, said hi for a bit. Jason yeah, it was cool. We were there for like we were there for like four hours. Yeah, probably three, yeah. four hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy, you know what I'm drinking? Time. You know what I'm drinking? I don't remember groups. when we went to um, Logansport and I brought a case of Yingling. Oh yes, are you still drinking that? I've been, well, I've been portioning them out. I mean, I bought other beer, you know, six packs and twelve packs in between. But I've been, I've been, I really like Yingling, and you can't get it here. So no. this Same is my here, last yeah. one. This is my last When one. I came home from South Carolina, I brought some with me for Halloween. Hmm. We drank it up. So, so yeah. we're going to have to go back to Logan Sport to buy some more Yingling when I'm uh, overpriced at that, at that liquor store around the corner from uh, from the record store. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we were in a uh, lovely uh, village inn in Skokie drinking, mm-hmm. and at least we were drinking, me and Mark were drinking, you took it easy. Cause I was not drinking, yes, I was not ready. Right. I was not ready to right. conquer that dragon again yet. And then you Yeah, guys... Mark's my hero, man. He got up, like, I was pretty hungover. I didn't really feel that like great the next day, and uh, Mark was, had, I heard him brush his teeth, and then he cracked a beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could have, you're gonna have a shower beer, you know. That, that's <laughs> what we had to give some beer to the spider to get it off of him. That's what, that's what he has to do. That was before the spider. Yes, it was pre-spider. Pre-spider. Um, so then you guys left about four, and you drove down there for um, back down to Reggie's again, right? Yeah, back down to Chinatown. And we went and we checked into the other place, and then we, uh, uh, I think we we kind of went over there. Well, we went upstairs for a little bit, hmm. had a little bite to eat. Anybody, upstairs. anybody you know up there? Was there anybody? See anybody? No, Mikey. Uh, Mikey Classic was the bartender, the guy from Goddamn Gallows. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's a good 
Yeah, he was a real good guy. A lot of the people that work there have been there forever. Like that bouncer dude with the long hair, he's been there forever. Yeah. They're, now, uh, they're, they're cool. Now upstairs, was the little angry uh, skinhead bartender guy up there? No, no, it was it was Mikey classically. I was saying. Okay. Um, and it, it's funny because I was I said to a man, I said, man, seven bucks for a tall boy PBR in the venue. I think there may be a little less upstairs, maybe like six bucks. He's like, you know, Reggie's is one hundred percent independent venue. They're just doing what they can. And I'm like, you know what? That's that's absolutely. I I, I gladly pay a little more. They're, it's good. It's good venue, man. If anybody hasn't been there, I recommend it. It's in a weird neighborhood. There ain't a lot of other stuff around it, but it's a great, great venue. No, it is. It is. I, I just wish it was fucking. I wish they could push it like thirty miles north. Yeah, halfway through the city. Yeah. So at least it didn't take me so long to fucking get down there. Yeah, yeah, I can see anyway. that. Well, I, it's funny. I, I like I said. It seems like since you've been to Sco or since you've been to Evanston, instead of Skokie, it seems like it's harder for you to get down. Into well, yeah, the city, so. Skok- Skokie was well as you saw from from Village Inn. Skokie's right off the highway. Whereas Evanston yeah. is another fifteen, you know, twenty minutes west, and there's no easy way yeah. to get there. It's a pain in the ass. Unless you go Lakeshore Isn't there? Drive. Isn't there? I was going to say Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, you kind of yeah. hug, hug the, hug the. But that, that you never know what the traffic's going to be over there either. And there's construction. They do a lot of construction because that that it gets really beat up, Lakeshore Drive. So, so, so Mark is friends with the drummer for Direct Hit. Well, there, there, hold on. There was three bands, wasn't there? Or was only two. Yes. Bands? Okay. Did you get to see the opening band? Uh, how much do we? How much do we want to talk about this opening? You <laughs> know, just, who, who who were they? What was the name? Uh, I don't remember the name of the opening. I don't band, either. But I, I think the they, they should have been called the Trying Too Hard to Offend Everybody's. Oh, boy. Yeah, the, the singer, Neil, was like a cross between Johnny Rotten and that kid from The Young Ones or something. <laughs> Amazing. With, uh, the guy from The Young Ones. Yeah. And he was... <laughs> yeah, with, with, with uh, one side of his pants uh, having uh, every hot topic band you could ever think of uh, patch on, on the pants. Oh, man, he's a real winner. Well, Jeez. Oh yeah. and the dr- the drummer came out in like a really short silk robe. Yeah, oh. like a like a smoking jacket almost. And, and he did like a little spoken word intro. Oh, well, no, he, he he was kind of he was kind of sipping on like a coffee cup, and he, he says, uh, "This band is about to fuck you in the ear, pussy." Oh, oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. We will yeah. name this band Ear Pussy. There you go. And then yeah. he sits down at the drums. It just starts. Wailing the crap out of them, and like yeah, the music was not. It was all right. Yeah, it was pretty good, but just like their whole demeanor and uh, the lead singer dude eventually didn't get naked; just got down to his underpants. He got to Blink One Eighty Two level. Yes. Yeah, like some some loose like uh, boxer briefs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, this band was called Pure Intention. Does that sound right? That sounds right. That sounds right. Yes. It does sound right. Yeah. Oh dear. And once again, I I don't really want to trash them because I sort of have sympathy no, for them. They're be- all right. Because I just see them like, oh, we get a chance. You know, when you're young, Neil, I don't know how many times you had this when you were. They were just a little Mc- over exuberant, you know. When you were doing McWilson, you get a gig where you'd be like, oh, this is the one. This is the one that finally introduces the world. Yeah. This is the one that's going to put us over the top. So I think they overthought it and tried to be too theatrical. Yeah. And it was just a, it was just annoying. They were like, "What would the dwarves do?" You know. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. You know. Hmm. So, so it was sort of annoying. It, 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 <laughs> I, I was waiting for the drummer to take off his silky robe and just play in his underwear, and I was going to tell Mark to sue him because that's his thing. <laughs> like, his underwear. Even though I think he stole, stole my move, man. I think he stole it from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but yeah. I'll well, I'll say it for you guys. They fucking sucked. How's that? Well, they didn't suck. They were just annoying. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. They that's sucked. It. You can read between the lines. That's Tom being nice. They sucked. They were terrible. They were kids. They had a real exuberant group of... One thing I will say about them is they had an exuberant group of kids with... You could tell because all the young yeah. people were with them. Yep. And they were annoying also. But they were having a really good time, and they stayed the whole show. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it was three bands, and it was quick. It was a quick night. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, it, it was it was fine, and then and then Direct Hit had been doing what like five shows of the Dwarves. They played next, and Mark, like I said earlier, Mark's buddy Logan, yes, has, is is uh, gang. Yes, he's the drummer. He's got me into two shows for free now via Mark, which so I appreciate you, Logan. Yes, My the other one was Pansy Division. Division. Yes, yep. He's yeah, a part owner part, of yeah, the, part owner part owner of uh, X Ray Arcade here in Milwaukee. Yes. So what did you think about the direct? You probably seen direct hit more times than I have, Mark. I probably seen them a handful of times. I, th- I thought they were all right. I mean, it was yeah, no, good. yeah. I've, I've seen them a, a bunch of times, but yeah, no, they did not disappoint. Uh, bringing it full steam the entire time. Very energetic. That's one thing oh, about yes. them. I don't yeah. love their records, but I always like them to see them live. Yeah, no, no. They're, I mean, I I dig I dig the music. I dig the uh, the energy. It's o- it's always a good time. Definitely. Yep. And they're from where? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. They're from, from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who, pretty much. Who are the ones I'm thinking of that are from downstate, like Illinois, like Carbondale or something? I mean, copyrights. Could... Copyrights. That's who I'm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah copyrights. Yeah. Direct hits much more. Another bombastic. fat records band, you know. Yeah, direct, copyrights are much more. Uh, direct hits much more bombastic. They're very. You know, Nick played in Galactic Cannibal, right? Mark, am I right about that? No. Uh, his brother was in. His brother was a singer. Yeah, I thought he played in it too. He didn't he, play in he, it. I think he played a couple shows with him. Okay, but it reminds well, his me. His brother's band, pretty much. I don't like direct hit as much as I like Galactic Cannibal, but it's that same kind of really aggressive sort of. I mean, you call pop punk, but it's really sort of aggressive. Yeah, pop, yeah, pop cool. punk ethics, but they're they're mm. very like screamy and you know like just yeah, just in your face like good. Good music, yeah. It's good. It's very, very mm. good. Picture on Discogs. One of them's got a Soviet Union T-shirt on. I can certainly do without that stupid. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're probably whoever the the pictures probably isn't in the band anymore. I was going to say, about. man, for, yeah, considering no, they haven't yeah. been around for they've that had, long, there's like a hundred people listed throughout the years. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. Maybe it was the Soviet Union T-shirt that did it. Yeah. Nick. Well, and, and the main guy, I think Nick is the, is the only like member. one that was like an original member, basically. So. But he's like a day, he's but he's like a day job guy, right? I mean, he's not a full timer. He 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 works. What's that? He's like a day job guy, though. I mean, he's not a full timer. Oh yeah, no. I mean, yeah, they make they you know, like I said, they do their little stints here and there. Right now, like yeah. you know, your five day tour, your you know ten day tour. They were down at Fest, and you know, yeah. Oh they, yeah. They put the time in throughout the year for sure. Despite having nine to fives, yeah. They're on fat rack. Yes. Are they are they the one that yells "Get fucked" at the end of every song? Yes, that is not them. every okay. song. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we're playing a song by them, I believe, right? We are. Okay. What are we playing, Mark? Uh, we are going to play "Paid in Brains." What album mm. was this off? Was this off a Dome Splitter, which I think is the only one uh, I've heard from them? No, no. The, uh, this was off of uh, "Wasted Mind," which is their uh, their most recent. Um, Full length, but that was from 2016, so a while ago. Right. Is that their most recent full length? Wow. Yeah, they did a split with the pairs in 2017. What about that, that Crown of 
Yeah, nothing. Crown of Isn't Nothing looks like their last album. Oh wait, no, Crown of Nothing. Sorry. My oh, oh, see, Mark, yeah, I'm gonna have to, Mark, I'm gonna have to make a list, serving a list of all the facts that you get wrong when you're on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, see, that's how easy one. it is. See, that's one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so your list is longer. What's your point? <laughs> yeah, we've done 260 episodes of this nonsense. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's listen to the song. Let's listen yep. to the song, shall we, Neil? Paid in rains. because that was direct hit exclamation point with paid in brains from milwaukee wisconsin all right so they go off the stage so how full is uh reggie's now for a sunday night sometimes i worry that there's not going to be a lot of people there it was a pretty respectable crowd by the time the doors came on mm-hmm. okay all right the, the room downstairs i think holds 400 i don't know if there was 300 in there but i bet it was 
250 to 300 area. Yeah, well over 200, I think. Yeah, okay. it was good. It was, com- good. It, was, it was it was comfortable in there, but there was a good, it wasn't. I've seen much more, much worsely attended shows than that. Definitely. The quality of people was way over what I expected. No, I'm just kidding. You think? <laughs> no, I don't know about no, that. I don't. Were there any fights? That's the question. Uh, uh, no. I Not for lack of trying on my part. Disappointing. No, some normal like pushing around and stuff, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know. They used to get One the Fear City guys in. The Fear City guys no, they were to not be there. there. They were not there. Yeah. They're all banned for event that night. They're all banned for life. Um, there was a guy who tugged on my sweatshirt and was what? Tugged on my hood of my sweatshirt, acknowledging that he liked the podcast, I think, or something. Really? Oh, interesting. Music was playing. I handed him a couple stickers. Wow. There you go. Interesting. Anyway. T-shirt yeah. tugging. I mean, sweatshirt tugging. Interesting. Yeah, tugged at, my, tugged at my hood. Don't. That's, that's, as long as he wasn't giving you a tuggy, we're all good. Well, he had a big handful of records. I'm like, dude, why don't you wait till the end to buy your records? And then I, I found out later, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Okay. So, dwarves were, so I saw the thing on the wall when you walk in. Dwarves were supposed to go on at 9.30 till end. 9.25, the dwarves are coming on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they played a good dwarf show mm-hmm. greatest hits set for the Solid. most part oh yeah one or, one or two new songs I know at least one new song from the new record but it might have been might have been a couple uh, Blag who's you know I don't know how old Blag is I'd say somewhere between our ages Neil uh, crowd surfed a couple of times really he's a man, and that's I, the thing there wasn't enough people in there really for crowd surfing so the crowd sort of had to move with him yeah like it wasn't they like a they did, yeah, they did. Yeah, they obliged he, he, that. Yeah. He's not a small. I mean, he's not like a fat guy, but he's a tall. He's a, a tall guy. I didn't realize how tall he was. I mean, yeah. he's, a, he's a fucking tall dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks. You know, he wears his. If he didn't have those leather fingerless gloves on, he literally would look like every plumber in Chicago. <laughs> he's the most nonchalant looking dude, isn't he? I mean, he just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, but he's. We talked to him a little bit after. He was, he was a good dude. But yeah. Um, so, so who, who else is in played, the band? Uh, they played. They played that uh, rock set. I think we're just thinking it's the single, like yep. off the new album. Yeah, they played and, that the next uh, night too. Maybe yeah. one other song. And I, you know, I'm a I sucker. have not. I have not. Had I'm a, a sucker for rock show. set. You know, the band in general. So oh, like, rock oh, set. Yeah, yeah, with a, a female set. singer. Yeah, she was hot. Listen to you, huh? Yes. Did they really? They did that on the new album. Well, they have a song called Roxette. They have a song called Roxette. Oh, they have a song called yeah. Roxette. Yeah. So, I haven't listened to the new album yet. It's called The Concept Album. Is it a concept album, or is that just the name of the album? That's the name of the album, Concept Is there album. anything, is there any guiding thing tying all the songs together that would make it a concept album? Or just Not that I know of. Probably, probably I, tits and sex, I, I, I would I, imagine. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, the, yeah, the standards. But, like, yeah, no, I've only spun it, like, once since I've got it, and I got it last week. Um, and I, yeah, have, I couldn't, I couldn't really see like a quote unquote concept, but mm-hmm. you know, just, as, and other than the, the standard concept, there's on a every lot of songs album. on this record. Yeah, 20 shit. songs. Yeah. So I would guess that the other song they played off the record was Parasite because that's what they played the next night too. Okay. Um, yeah. That could fun. be. It's funny. The one they played had a familiar tune that kind of reminded me of one of their other songs. So hmm. Which I don't know. I don't mean. I don't really mean that as an insult. But <laughs> no, no, oh no. It's like, they no. It's got your just, just from the one spin. It it had your standard like poppy songs, really fast songs. The couple like dick around like bruh, like you know song and like a little rap song and you know it, it had everything you know that you, you would expect 
So I'll looking at the track list, looking at the track list off the new Dwarves concept album, they have, you know, the R.E.M. song, Everybody Hurts? Yeah. There's this called Everybody Squirts. <laughs> I doubt it's... <laughs> Delightful. I it's awesome. Delightful. I doubt it's related. Awesome. Oh, well, come on. That that, that can't be it. That's, that's got to be on purpose. That's got to be on purpose. <laughs> that's not a coincidence. That's so, awesome. The thing, the, thing I will, the thing I will say that made this show cool, I think this is, only, I think this is a, it's at least the third time I've seen the Doors, but I haven't seen them that many times. But this was the first time I saw them when they had like Rex a Evergreen? significant one of the like OG kind of members with Black. Usually it's just him and whoever. Uh, so it, was, it wrecks everything. Yeah, uh, Nick Oliveri, who played with the Queens of Stone Age and Mondo Generator and a bunch of other bands. Um, so that was that was pretty cool, and he's he's a nice addition to the band. He's good. Um, I, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say there's no other members because, like you're saying, Mark, that Fresh Prince of Darkness, the guitar player, he's always with him. He's been with him a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. So I don't want to. Yeah. Now Snoopak, the drummer, or whatever his name is, <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. I mean, they've gone through a you know a ton of drummers, but yeah. I feel like yeah, he he was a great drummer, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, they. Not- you know, and, and even on the last the, the last couple of things, like Blag gets a bunch of different people on the albums, and like even yeah. Josh Freeze from Foo Fighters now has yeah. uh, been on. Like he, he, I think he probably was on this last album. Like they, there's because they're they're, they're close. So like he'll yeah, so he'll throw them on there. And well, that's he's okay re- with doing that. You know, yeah, the recordings are like a collective. Like he, any of the former dwarves are pretty much allowed to contribute to right. Except for he who cannot be named, no, yeah, I would no. love to know what the story is with that because he yeah. was the other. They kind of cut ties a while ago, I think. Like I for whatever this. reason, for whatever he was the other OG from Highland Park, and of course we talked to him, and he seems like a pretty reasonable dude. Actually, he did. He did considering yeah. he used to play naked, wearing nothing but a Mexican wrestler mask. Right, but uh, yeah. I don't. Listen, it's not my job to heal the wounds of the dwarves. Yeah, <laughs> sound like. Sounds like a Game of Thrones reference or something, Neil. So, did you buy? Did, do you guys buy anything? I bought the new record. Well, here's the, okay. What I was gonna say about the show, Neil. So they started. They came out at nine twenty-five. They're supposed to start at nine thirty. They were done at ten oh seven. Oh wow, that is a short set for yeah. headline set like that. Yeah, forty-two minutes. Huh. So wow. that's crazy. I mean, but you were guys were out of there nice and early, so that's good. After they had well, the night the we night did, before, we 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 did go next door. Oh, you did. You went to the uh, matter the fact, a dollar drink. Yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, we went next door. I think and spent every dollar we had in our wallet, if I'm not mistaken. Or was that the next day? I don't remember. No. Don't yeah, know. we we were pretty much cashed out at that. We were point. like pooling our cash. We had like eight dollars or something. It was just, yeah. You you got you got the record. I got uh, an OG Dwarves shirt because. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I had I I had one back in the day and it no longer fit me so I think I gave it to somebody else like you know I, I outgrew it was that the yeah. skull and bone logo yes the okay skull and bone yeah I have to I have a so story, I like, I have a story get, about I that get a but, replacement okay. I gotta get a replacement for that so that's what I did I I went I thought the t-shirts were sort of not that nice looking like they I don't know I wasn't that impressed. I, and they're also, it's like, what am I going to do with this shirt with all these naked women on it? What, like, what am I going to do with this? Um, I wanted a record, Neil. They had tons of, yeah, they had tons of the new ones sitting there. And I went to leave, and they were all gone. Hmm. But the, the, the guy around the merch reached behind. He's like, oh, you know what? This guy didn't come back to get this. You can have it. It was signed by 
Fresh Prince of Darkness, and Nick Oliveri. So I just went and made Black sign it, so I got like a signed copy of the new album. They oh, that's basically cool. they they basically defor- defaced my pornography. <laughs> well, that's with, cool. with their signatures. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was cool. I mean, here's the thing with that show: it was fun, and I'm glad we went. But yeah. I wouldn't have made a trip to Chicago for it on a just for that show. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, yeah, for, it was, it was for a nice forty bonus. minutes. Yeah, for forty. It was minutes. a nice. It was a nice bonus show. Well, it's funny, you know, because there was a lot of people at that show, and and like I said, Mark knows those Wisconsin dudes pretty well. I'm kind of friendly with a, you know, it's just it was it was a a friendly, fun, nice, you know, it's a nice show talking to people. So it was cool. I only had like five tall boys, so I wasn't like falling down or, you know, starting fights or blacking out or anything. So it was good. And we got egg rolls afterwards. Yeah, we did. We got we sat at like this tiny table in this horrible hotel and watched Punky Brewster and ate egg rolls. <laughs> yes, I watched so many episodes of Punky Brewster. That was bad. I had it. Oh man, I love that show. So many good, you know, good morals and like the, the, yeah. at the end of the, at the end of the episode, the, you know, it's always like a good like something good happens. You know. Yes. Yeah. You learn it. How else would you, you learn, learn that something. you're not? You really learn something. How else could you possibly learn that you're not supposed to leave refrigerators out in your backyards for children <laughs> to play in without Punky Brewster? Exactly. Cherry got stuck in the in in the fucking refrigerator. She was unconscious, but they brought her back from the dead. They did because they were learning about CPR that day. So great. Neil, great. the other thing, Neil, I will say, you know, this show was booked obviously, and then Mike had booked. Blag and Nick to play at Loud Pizza. Right. At like 7 o'clock or something, right? Or sometime yep. kind of early. Yep, 7 o'clock, and, yep. And at the show on Sunday night, he mentioned the Liars Club show. He didn't mention the Loud Pizza show. Well, it's oh, funny. I God. talked to him after. I'm like, hey, I said, we only we never really met. We met one time actually before. But, but you know, we had you on the we had in our podcast once. Punk I Die gave him a couple stickers. He stuck them in his pocket. They're probably in the garbage right now. Yep. But, um, Blag, but, yeah. But you know he was he was friendly. You know he's he's very much the kind of you know how to win friends and influence people guy. He's he's takes pictures with everybody, shakes 100%. hands, just, yep. just yeah, super yeah. doing crowd work. Yeah, yeah. I said my partner is going to be doing is going to be the DJ at the thing tomorrow night. Loud pizza. He's like, yeah, yeah, come on out. And I was just like, okay, man. And that was about it. So then you guys we got, left and- we got a picture. We got a picture with Mark and I and Black. Mark, you should put that on the page yeah. Put that. Put that up on the page, man. Yeah, put that on the page. That will be definitely. good. Um, yeah, he did definitely like throw flyers for the Liars Club show out into the show too, and and you know nothing for. But the fact that flyers for the, and, for the and, and, pizza. did Mike hit the? I, I have no idea how the finances work. If they just did the Highland Park thing to sell records, yes. Like so, okay, much so asked that. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, maybe a so little bit with expenses and stuff. Expenses, probably, but I think it was mainly for um, record sales. Yeah. So how? Okay. So, do you want to go right to that then? Yeah. You so know? you see, so you guys got you guys. You left early the next morning, Tom. Or did you leave? Did you leave that night not, or whatever? Not super early. Well, it's funny because Mark so it was Monday by, his, by this time. Monday. It was Monday morning. Yeah, we both had the next day off. Um, but I had to be to work. I, I had to be on call on Monday, so I had to basically be to work by the end of the day, so I could take over being on call okay but um mark wanted to buy his wife something from chinatown so we actually went in like like one you of can't buy sh- chinese crap anywhere well everything we own is chinese but yes <laughs> this but was authentic funny. neil yeah authentic. Authentic. chinese 
crap. Well, it's funny because I've never been into one of those little shops. Yeah. So we went into one of those shops, and we had our bags with us. I don't know. Do you think they think we were in a shoplift? Probably. But you're white, so probably not. I kind of didn't get that impression that they were, like, super following us around. You think that guy that was vacuuming really was eyeing us up? I don't know. I don't know. I think they could tell that there was nothing in there we wanted to steal. Except for the nunchucks. Maybe a sword. But Those nunchucks uh, were pretty fucking sweet. So, yeah, we, we split up, and I, I actually made it all the way back to... I actually had lunch with my daughter in Grand Rapids because I kind of had to drive through her neighborhood that I don't go through very often. So, yeah, I had lunch with Alex, my daughter. Oh, that's cool. So you guys got Which back. is nice. Yeah, you guys got back pretty early. Now, I had to work. I would have gone to the Dwarf Show, but I had to work the next day i had a meeting early so i mm. there's no way i was going to do it especially because i was seeing him that night or you know nick and hey, Logan, who drum for the for direct hit had to work at eight in the morning so yeah what an animal yeah yeah respect yeah i got to work at 6 30 so he's, i, I don't want to hear eight o'clock he had to drive back to milwaukee after playing that dwarf show deal yeah pussy. yeah <laughs> yeah whatever this is the guy who literally his good friend was, you know, 45 minutes away who couldn't make it down to either show either night. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you in the afternoon, you yeah, yeah, asshole. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so tell us tell us about the tell us about Monday night. So, okay, so uh I asked I asked Mike what time should I come up to Highland Park? And he said, oh, get here at 6. The thing's supposed to start at 7, but get up here at 6. So I'm like, all right. That seems kind of early, but all right. So we got it. Literally, there. it's you and the jazz guy in the store. Dude, it fucking was. It was, Dude, it was fucking weird. It was weird. Uh, no disrespect to Mike, but we get up there, park in the back. I'm coming in the back. Um, <laughs> I felt bad. Nick, Nick Oliveri sleeping in the back room, and I, and I wake him up. So I felt bad about that. Um we have reason to believe that he might not be living an entirely uh, clean lifestyle, but that's, right. that's for a different story. <laughs> so, um, you know, we go in there, and uh, Black's not there yet, but the guy, because they have a Bally per, uh, pin table, uh, pinball table, like a Foo oh, yeah. Fighters one, and apparently the Bally guys were there taking photos of the pinball table and the dwarves playing on the pinball table or something. So oh, there was geez. a couple of photographers there, and there was a couple of other people milling about. I don't know who they were. But, um, and then Mike and Jerry and Mike and Jerry were, you know, probably uh, rightly so. They're probably nervous about how it was going to go. Do they move their racks or anything? Or they just kind of clear out the back half of the back portion? The back half of the show, they, they clean that out. So, because okay. the, the band, band, because that's where they normally have like racks of jackets, and that's where they have their clothes and stuff, right? Yeah, they kept the jackets against the wall, so there was space in front of the jackets, basically, right there, okay. right in front of the bathrooms, right? Actually, it was still a bigger stage than I saw, you know, a couple of things downtown sometimes. Well, it was on the um, floor, right? It was I on mean, the floor. There's no stage. Yeah, it was on the floor. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, have you so, been up there with us yet? You haven't been up there yet. Have you, Mark, been to La Pizza yet? Uh, not yet. No, I I need I need to get there. I, yeah, it's a good, I, if you if next time you're coming home from Chicago, it's a good it's a good stopping. Yeah, it's a good stop. So um, yeah. So Blag wanders in uh, about six ten, six fifteen, and um, like you it's said, like, where's the line around the block? Like, no, like you said, he's just super. I mean, he's he's super charismatic and he's super yeah. on all the time. 
I mean, he might have been tired, he might have been whatever, but he's just super on. And, uh, you know, he said hello to the few people that were in there, you know, shook hands with him, you know, asked him how the show was last night. He said it was fantastic. He said they always do well in Chicago, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. telling, he's talking to Mike and Jerry, and they were, you know, they were a little, you know, wound up because, you know, they're putting on this whole thing, right? Whenever you host sure. a party, you're worried that nobody's going to show up, right? Sure, sure. So, um, but like I was with Laura, and Laura looks at me, and I'm like, well, what are we going to do for the next 45 minutes? This is kind of weird. Let's walk down to Potbelly Sandwich Shop. That's exactly what. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> that's funny. We were like, <laughs> we could go get a beer, but I, I, I wasn't sure I'd get back in time if we went for a beer. So we went to Potbelly and had some tweet. Now it is fucking weird as hell. It is sick. Now it's a Monday night, fair enough, but it's only yep. six thirty. Highland Park is deserted. There is nobody that, out. Well, Mike was saying that, like, 5 o'clock they rolled the sidewalks up there, huh? They really do, man. There was nobody about. All the shops were closed. Everything is closed. There is literally nobody on the streets. It is weird. So, mm. we own a pop belly, get some sandwiches and stuff, and then we head back there about 5 to 7, and I'm desperately hoping there's going to be somebody there. Yeah, you know, For kidding. Mike and Jerry's case, right? I mean, geez, sure. that would be a disaster. But we get in there, and um, there's probably about 30 people in there, which was, okay. you know, you know, nice. strange crowd, a mix of older people and some weirdo-looking freaks and some well, nice, mixture of, nice mixture of perverts and future victims. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's one old lady, and I was like, oh, that's just weird. Why is this old lady here? This is kind of odd. So... Um, the way it worked was they had two microphones set up in the back of this, in the back, and first Nick came out with an acoustic guitar and played like three songs on the acoustic, and he was singing, and uh, it wasn't great. I wonder what he would, I would love to know what he was doing because he's had such a career, he could have been doing anything. Yeah, because like you said, Queens of the Stone Age and a lot of other things. Yeah, I don't know if they were his own songs, but it wasn't great. He does some acoustic stuff. He does a band called Death Acoustic, so I bet you it's... I bet it's his stuff, but... Yeah, they were calling it Desert Rock or something. I don't know what that means, but anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he well, played... Queen of the Stone Age dude used to do Desert Sessions. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe it was something so maybe to do with that. Do with that. Uh, well, that's yeah. what they used to call Caius and all those bands, right? Yeah. Those desert Rock bands, yeah. And for, you know, with the acoustic, it was... Obviously, it wasn't a very convoluted PA and stuff, but it was super fucking loud in that little store. Was it? Huh. Yeah, it was. Super loud. Um... So he played three songs. Then he, then Black came out, and um, I saw Black had a guitar at one point, which yep. I didn't know he played at all. But yeah, he was pretty good. He played hmm. like three songs off of the Ralph Champagne thing, the Trucker Rock. Album. Yeah, yeah. So he played the uh, one about you know banging their girlfriend's mom or whatever. He did that one, <laughs> a couple of other songs off of that. And the funny thing was, the old lady who was there was standing behind us. I guess she used to babysit or something or she knew Blag's mom or something from when they were kids mm. so that was kind of awkward because all the dirty sex songs and stuff and he's talking about banging any, for you banging everything for you might well, have been for him well but no for the old lady i was thinking <laughs> you know he's talking about banging everything that moves and all that kind of stuff so but anyway <laughs> He's, uh, you know, he's telling stories between songs and stuff. That's, um, that's, see, that's the part I think would be real, really cool is kind of being up, and, up close and personal, right? Yeah. So I took a bunch of pictures. Um, and he is. He's just really personable and he's a professional. He, he's a professional at what he does, right? He's, he's just really sure. good. Yeah. He broke, a, he broke a string at one point, which caused kind of a kerfuffle because I think they only had like one acoustic guitar. 
So then they had to try and figure out where to get a replacement string from. So that was kind of a problem. But um, after he did his three acoustic songs, then um, him and Nick came out and they did like six or seven dwarf songs. Both, both playing acoustic. Uh, no, I think Nick was playing acoustic and, and Black was just singing at that point. So, they, huh. so the, yeah, so they did like six or seven dwarf songs. Um, the ones I can remember... You know, because I'm not that big of a Dwarves fan, but they did Salt Lake sure. City, if you know that. Oh, one. Yeah. yeah. They did that They did that Sunday night also. They did mm-hmm. fuck, em, fuck Em All. I think they did that one Sunday night too, didn't they, Mark? Again, with the old lady there behind us was yeah. a little bit, you know. Um, they did uh, Parasite and, Ro- and Roxette off the new album. Okay. They did another couple of older ones, and then they were about to, they were about to go off, and one of the guys behind me uh, shouted out for Julio. So oh, they, yeah. they they played the song Julio and uh and you know and he said we got to go because we got to go down to uh Lyas Club or whatever but he was telling tons of Highland Park stories because obviously that's where he grew up right yeah and he was telling songs about his early you know his early band and how he was one of the only punk rockers in town and everyone used to yell at him and stuff and tell him to you know call him a fag and stuff so that was uh and t- tons of Highland Park stories it was uh, it was it was just a fun thing it was done by. Eight o'clock. Oh, probably like eight o'clock. Eight right? o'clock, I mean, probably. Yeah, it was probably done by eight o'clock. And then, then to, and then they they stood around to sell some records. Or yep, what? yep. He went out and was glad handing with everybody, taking pictures, selling records. He sold a lot of records. I could just there, cool. there was people walking out with like handfuls. You know, they had a lot of their back catalog. They had there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. At that show too. Yeah, they had a really nice spread of records. Yeah. yeah. So while they were doing that, um, me and Laura were playing on the pinball table, and the guy kept taking photographs of us. It was. It was a bit weird, oh. but um, so anyway. So did your did your okay? So your DJ gig was not much of a deal then. You just had you just picked out the music to play in the background, dude. Or did was, Mike, or did Mike put the kibosh on and play modern hip hop? No, he, he he played it. Um, so basically, a bit of DJ Jesus. I made a playlist and sent it to him, and he brought it up in Spotify. Right, that was that was the way it oh, worked. There you go. And he put it on, and um. You know, probably listen to, like, can you turn this shit music off? Probably listen to three Oi songs <laughs> before they came on, and then probably a bunch of Oi songs again after they after they stopped. Uh, <laughs> so we left at like the, the the dwarves were still there. Well, uh, dwarves, Nick and uh, Black were still there by the time that we left. We left probably like eight fifty, you know, something like that. So it was a fun mm. it was a fun little experience. Oh, good! Know? I'm glad yeah. it went, I'm glad it went well. It did. I'm glad. Uh, uh, hopefully encourage him to keep doing that kind of stuff over there so i mean i mean i hope it you know yeah you're right i hope it gets him some word of mouth and i hope that they uh, i hope that you know i hope blag enjoyed it and stuff and maybe tell some people i don't know i know they got something with the plain white tees coming up i don't know that band at all so, so. they were kind of big for a minute yeah mark you know than the you're younger or... you know you know uh, young bands I know the hate, of them. The, hate like, Deli- the Hey Delilah song, right? Yeah, the Hey Delilah song, which was more just like, it was straight acoustic song, but that was like big in like the late 90s, early 2000s, something like that. Hmm. Sounds right. Yeah, I, I don't know anything besides that fucking radio hit, if you could yeah, call me that. Hmm. Yeah. So tell me something, Neil, because my concern with the dwarves play these short, fast punk rock songs. I mean, how does that translate with the acoustic? Actually, wasn't bad. Um, no, no, it wasn't bad at all. Because that's well, the nice thing about the dwarf stuff. Often, uh, by the time they get into the second uh, second verse or the second bri- uh, second chorus, you pretty much know the song already, right? Because they're very basic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. in fact, it made me think, Jesus Christ, I never should have stopped McWilson. 
because uh you know as basic as our songs were uh they were no more basic than this you know there's the, still time Neil. And the dwarves have made a career out of it so fuck i we could have kept doing it in fact some of our stuff was a bit more advanced um but no it came across fine and you know it's all about his lyrics his lyrics are fucking hysterical just yeah. dirty and in fact laura was like i've never heard these guys before but it sounds like they wrote these songs when they were 12 and just kept on playing <laughs> just kept on yeah, just, just, like 59 yeah <laughs> just, yeah. just kept on doing them because and in fact i you know introduced him to uh introduce blag to laura after the show when he was kind of hitting on her a little bit so that was kind of funny there you go but uh yeah so that was uh that was the uh dwarves in uh, highland park it was a it was a it was a decent night yeah for, oh, a, night, for a monday for a monday it was a good night there you go why don't you play? You were going to play a door song. I am. I'm going to play. Uh, should I play it? Fuck them all, or should I play Julio? Ah, uh, fuck them all. All right, you got it. All right. So this is Dwarves from. Uh, was this off the? the uh, b- is that uh, from Blood, Blood Gods and Pussy or one of the earlier ones? Okay. Yeah. So Sugar this- Fig. It's it's one of the first like. Uh, all right. Dang it. Anyway, it's play got it. new chicks on the cover. How's that? <laughs> Are they covered in blood? Probably. I don't know. This boobies. Actually, I don't know if it does, because if it's from Sugar Fix or Thanks, I would take it for little girls. I don't know. Hmm. Play the song. Dwarves. Fuck them all. Mark's listening to something different. He's got a whole different show going on. Yeah, there. he's doing a second totally. podcast for somebody else. That, that, was, that, was the dwar- that was the dwarves with "fuck 'em all," and that was for um, yeah to make a hate mail uh, listener very upset. Oh, let me see here. So we, should, you know, what so we should do? You know, we from, should. It's Neil. It's from "Thank Heavens for Little Girl." Thank Heaven Heavens for, for Little Girls. Yeah, from nineteen ninety one. You are correct, sir. That one is does not have a naked woman on the cover, but rather a little girl in a cowboy hat praying. Oh. So is that same? Is that what was it? Uh, who's the other member of the band? Saltpeter. Is he still in the band, or does he not do stuff anymore? No. Well, he's not an active member of the band. He might still occasionally. He does a lot stuff. of solo stuff. Hmm. Uh, I've Just seen like it. That. Is, is that actually had like weirdly? 
at uh, Record Store Day, uh, like in the recent years, he's had like some solo albums for whatever reason hmm. available at Record Store Day. So yeah, because when Black was introducing his songs, they all seemed like the best songs. I thought, huh. but yeah. Sure. Anyway, um, well, it's it, there's yeah. They all have funny names. Gregory Pecker is another classic, right? He was a <laughs> drummer, a like old, old drummer one. from back in the day. That's a good mm-hmm. one, yeah. Um, well, we have Mark on. He should probably tell us a bit about his band. Yeah, we right? should. What's Mark, going we should, on we with should. the DUIs? Oh, yeah. Uh, DUIs. Well, well yeah, we've been uh, not playing a ton of shows lately for, uh, you know, uh, health reasons. But uh, we, we played a couple shows last month. Uh, our guitar player, Juan, has been dealing with some health issues. so And he's uh, 100% good right now good. so we're ready good. to rock again we had a filling guitar player for a, a couple shows but um yeah we're 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 good to go now and we have a a new uh four song ep recorded all pretty much set and go just working on some mixing right now and uh should be out next year so yeah any uh we actually we have obviously have like Tons of labels beating down our door right now. <laughs> like, just they they want to put this thing out, but any labels that want to like throw their hat in the ring and you know maybe uh, you know compete with these you know you know your fat records, your epitaphs that like really want to put bid, this the bidding out. war is intense. But let 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 late. let the bidding war begin. I say you know so. Um, Listen, if you want to get it, you want to get it good with the Punk Tide Eye podcast. You help our friends put out their records. That's all there's exactly. to it. Exactly. Exactly. TKO, TKO, are you listening? Are you listening to Mark? Yeah, Sign hello, up. yes, TKO. Yeah. Please, Mark. I mean, half the people we have on are as guests are record label people. So that's what it's all about. So yeah, exactly. bring it on. We're 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 uh, uh, all about you know a good competition here between uh, who you know what what label would like to put us out uh, and uh, yeah, bring it on. I think maybe what you might really need is like ten labels to each throw in a hundred bucks to get this there, thing done, right? Exactly. That's you ever see those of... seven? You ever buy like those punk seven inches, like nine labels on the back? You're like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you need. That's what you it need. really right. impresses people. You know that the, the more labels, the merrier. I say, you know. And as a matter of fact, I will add like, uh, Mark, you're always looking for a little bit of distribution too. Like you guys have some seven inches. If anybody's interested in helping distribute the DUIs a little bit. You can give us, you give you reach out to us. I'll put you in touch with Mark, or reach out to Mark by himself. If you're yeah. in Milwaukee, you'll just see him out and about. But if you need him, oh, we yeah. can find it for you. How many, what what do you have in print right now? Cut a couple titles. We have a couple seven inches out. We have a, a split uh, with uh, the Subservience from Illinois that uh, we put out a little while ago. We still have the Nightcap EP uh, on seven inch. Uh, so yeah, if if you want those, I actually just posted something today on the old Facebook that we actually unearth uh, a couple uh, color seven inches uh, that uh, if you know get them while they're hot. We only got a couple, so uh, hit me up, hit up the band page, hit up you know we'll we'll get them to you at a reasonable price. We'll throw some sweet stickers in there and stuff. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mark will. We'll pluck one hair from his head and put it in the. Well, I'll pluck it from somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, good it's... lord! Maybe, yeah. maybe he'll scrape off some of his weird arm lesions from the spider bites <laughs> from the uh, cheap Chinatown hotel and put them in with the records. Exactly. You may be the new Spider-Man. You know. Maybe that's a good name for a band. Arm lesions. I like that. That's good. 
Um, sounds like a skinhead band from the South Side, Neil. Yeah, South Side Pride. So okay, so we're going to listen to a DUI song, I believe. So what song are we going to listen to, there, Mark? Uh, okay, so we're going to listen to uh, this song called "Medicated." That uh, this is going to be a demo version that was actually on a uh, a CD that Rad Girlfriend put out not too long ago uh, of just a bunch of bands uh, that demo stuff that uh, Josh couldn't put out because you know he puts out so many bands he's like well i want to garage his garage is full exactly so he's just like i'm gonna help out some more bands so um yeah so we threw a uh a song called medicated uh that will be uh a newly recorded version will be on our new ep um it's a very in-depth look at uh how uh big pharma is uh, taking advantage of uh, America's youth and uh, bilking the uh, elderly ex- out of, ex- of their hard earned. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, oh, excuse Neil's me. Gonna edit this. Funny, Neil's you know. gonna edit this. No, no, it, it's just about oh. getting fucked up. Are you? Oh, are you? Are you fucking? Is it about me? Is, is this? Is this no, aimed no, at me? No, this this song's just about <laughs> getting fucked up. You know, like all our it, songs. It, it, what it's really about is that the most evil person at any pharmacy company is actually the IT guy, right, Mark? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know that. Hey, we're the guys Hi, that don't. We're the guys that don't fucking care. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Neil, Neil's the fixer. Like when they find out that their drugs are killing people, he, he has to make the problems disappear. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like Chris from our band's an IT guy too. So yeah, hey, really? Yeah. Excellent. Oh the yeah. Best. And the guy, and but we don't want to talk bad about pharmacists themselves because, like I said, uh, Mark's buddy, the pharmacist, has hooked me up a couple times to get into shows. So correct. He's hooked you with a pharmacist. Has hooked you up, huh? Well, that sounds, hooked me that up, sounds yeah. dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> Drugstore cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so All right. let's to... play this song, and then we're gonna play the song, and then we'll come back. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because actually, I've just remembered a couple more things from that dwarves show. So, uh, DUIs, medicated, listen to it, love it, buy it. Woo! <laughs> Mark drumming for the DUIs and the boys, yes. so with uh, medicated. Yeah. The DUIs played one of our very first events we did at Siren Records. We they recorded did. a live, Siren. we recorded a live podcast there uh, with the weirdness that it was there. It's a great store, though. We like to, we love those people, um, and they played. They were like the live band that came down and played. They, they volunteered for it. Like we had no budget. We still have no budget. 
So they always will have a special place in the Punk Till I Die family, the Southside Pride oh. Punk Till I Die, Punk Till I Die family. So anyway, so, yeah, help these guys out. Southside Pride. Um, exactly. So the guy that the, the reason I asked you about the T-shirt before, Mark, the Skull and Bone T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So the guy from Highland Park was at that show. The guy who designed that T-shirt. In fact, in fact, Black called him out, so that was that was pretty funny. Um, and while he was singing, he noticed because uh, where they're singing, that's right by the like pop section of the record store, and there was a Pink record, you know, Pink, the female artist. Mm-hmm. And Black said he wanted to do dirty things to Pink, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then he did a song about Amy Winehouse, but I can't remember what song it was. It was about some dirty. Huh. Dirty junkie with diseases or something, but I can't remember what song that was. So, um, huh. anyway, it was just it was just kind of funny. Yeah, it was. I think some of his high school mates were there. Um, so, yeah, that was. So, uh, okay, was I'm that. gonna. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna open myself up here a little bit, Neil. Uh oh. Open my vein. So, Mark. So, this is the first time that we really like like we we shared a hotel room two nights in a row. <laughs> How was your experience? Was this going? Find it highly satisfactory. No, I mean. It, it, <laughs> oh, were you satisfied mark oh <laughs> completely <laughs> no well, i mean first night i had to deal with a lot of snoring that's okay you know I mean, snoring <laughs> i got plenty of friends with apnea as well and you know it's fine well, but uh not me well not not Just me weakening my heart no, no we no, had a great time we had a great time you know it was like, fun no yeah, i was just definitely i was just kidding yeah no it was, it was a good time uh I hope we can do it again next year. Or like I said, I'm sure, I'm sure Scott and I will come to Wisconsin next year. Maybe we'll take Neil. Maybe we'll bring Neil. We'll see. He's got to make the Milwaukee eventually. Indeed. Think. Not Morrissey. What do you mean? Yeah. Even though he will make it for Morrissey whenever he oh, definitely. I saw, I saw Molly Cruz playing Summerfest. Maybe oh, boy. I'm not going to that, you jackass. <laughs> Jesus. God. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm thinking next year. I'm looking at like what's going on. The the concerts i mean all the concerts for next summer like late next summer are already on sale damn like i don't know what's going on with the concert business it's just strange but i had a really good year i mean the year's not over yet it's only mid-november but man i saw a lot of like bucket list bands this year i really did have a good year knocking bands off the old bucket list and anti-heroes were towards the top of the list so mm-hmm. it was, I, I, I was glad to do the trip and i'm glad mark agreed to do it because i don't know because uh you know scott was uh down there with this kid watching Periphery, some prog metal band. And so I don't know. I don't know. I might have had to be by myself or something. I don't even know. I would have had to be a little better behaved if I was by myself. Oh, yeah. The skinheads might have have fucking got you. They never would have found found my body. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're welcome, Tom. Oh, thanks, man. I'll I'll try to return the favor sometime. No, no, no. It goes both ways here. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I probably would have made it back to the hotel live by myself, but you never know. You might not. You might not have drunk quite so much if. No, you know, I probably wouldn't. Have. Well, there. you know, what? matter of fact, there's a couple of mitigating factors. One of them was that we drank before we went over there. That was definitely a Mark thing. Yeah, it's, it's, your, it's your fault. Say it's your it fault, Mark. Two beers, <laughs> two beers, two beers that I didn't need. Oh, but then Neil, I was starting to slow down. Right? Did you give him a roofie, Mark? I was finally. <laughs> I was starting to slow down, Neil, and that's when Scott showed up. I literally had half my tall boy gone. He comes and puts a fresh one in my hand, and then we yes, had to start buying rounds. So, Tom, what I'm, so Tom, what I'm hearing from this is you're blaming everybody, but you yes, yes. everyone else responsible. Everyone else is responsible for my drinking. That's right. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I might take a little break here. We'll see. 
We'll see. Yeah, do you have any more shows coming up? Because I don't think I do. I don't have any shows coming up for a while. I'm going to the Mustard Plug Flatfoot 56 show, like at the end of the year, like the Christmas show. I think that's the 29th of December. That's all I got. What about you, fun Mark? Fact, Mark's going all kinds fact, of stuff. Fun fact, I saw Mustard Plug uh, last Thursday before I came down to Chicago yeah, <laughs> at X-Ray. Hmm. Yeah, I had, I had a hell of a week of shows, that's for sure. Was it Scottastic? Oh, scalelujah, Neil, scalelujah. <laughs> well, it's funny, Mark. I was I was kind of joking earlier about Mark. Mark it sold out, though. It was honestly, it was so they actually sold out. Good for them, man. Yeah. But Mark, Mark is a fellow Dutchman, and I've gotten pretty good at doing things cheap and knowing how to get tickets and stuff. But he might be the master of it. Like this guy's seen like like he'll go see like a find out a way to go see like a big band for seven dollars or something. He's yeah. got it down to a science. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah. I learned a two things. Like I gotta go back to the stub up thing and all that. So like today, so they started doing the pre-sale today for Pantera and Grand Rapids, which I sort of want to see, but I really it's not a big deal. I saw them in their prime a few times when they you know had their actual members, but I see it's like ninety bucks <laughs> for for crappy seats. I'm like, yeah. oh no, I'm gonna hold off until people start bailing on them at the last minute. Then I'm gonna scoop them up for like thirty bucks. Or something. Yeah, so, no, I I did learn. And you know what? If I and if I can't get them for thirty bucks. Then I'm gonna go do something else. There you go. Yeah, I did learn today because I told you that they were in Milwaukee this summer. They yeah. are actually going to Green Bay for this tour, so they're, oh, they're not boy. missing Wisconsin. So yeah. really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, actually, I think Green Bay is a big metal town, isn't it? It, it can be. Hmm. Well, anyway, all right. I gotta go to bed. It's been a pleasure catching up with you fellows again. It's been several days since we, you know, broke bread together. Hell yes. So, yeah. Indeed. Thanks for coming on, Mark. It was fun having yeah, you thanks. on. And, uh, My yeah. pleasure, boys. Yeah. Yeah. So, check, hey, everybody check out the DUIs. DUIs. Yes. Yeah. Get a hold of us on the Facebook and the Instagram and the uh, Tic Tac and the Knick Knack and all that. Oh, shit. boy. The new record. <laughs> the new record must come out in 2024. Exactly. New EP. Seven inch format, like a proper punk band. Seven inch yep. format. Seven inch so. EP coming out. Very soon. Yep. On TKO so, slash Epitaph slash yes. Columbia. Slash yes. slash Red Scare. Whoever, any, anybody. Yeah. Mystic, maybe. I don't know. Fucking yeah. CBS. <laughs> Let's just go over the, the top. Mystic. CBS. Mystic. How about Tang? <laughs> then you won't get paid. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks Good for to listening. talk to you, Mark. I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Of course. Deal. Probably little. talk to you even sooner. And, uh, yeah. Keep a little Mark in your heart, but not this Mark. And uh, yeah, stay oh, free, keep, everybody. Keep a, little, no, keep a little bit of this marking heart too. It's fine. Yeah, this spider yeah, bites in his right. underpants. No, yeah, I would say pray good. for his skin. <laughs> yeah, pray for oh, Mark's yes. skin. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's, fine. it's not radioactive. That's he, fine. He treats his skin the way I treat my my sleep apnea. Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> another beer and it'll get rid of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll all right. Smell you later. Yep. Smell you later. Bye bye. Smell you later. Hey. <laughs> Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, <laughs> ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. Yeah.
What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.